A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne spinning the hits, and we are live. Spinning the like, hit. The hit, that's right. The hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a huge uh, Gordon and Ed and Parker are dancing right now. Yeah, they, they are. They love your song, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Glad somebody does. <laughs> hey, uh, we're, yeah, I don't we're, like uh, it. <laughs> well, we're live Shut at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine. Yep where they've got a spring and a summer sales event, and they've got all kinds of savings going on down here today. Uh, so uh, we all know that it's time to get ready for the summertime, and that's why they're excited to announce the spring and the summer sales event. And they've got great savings on all Carolina Skiff Sea Chaser bo- uh, boat packages powered by the Suzuki Outboard. So you can take advantage of the exclusive rebate offer to get the boat of your dreams down here at Whelan Bay Marine. That's a good thing, isn't it? It's fun. Now, I don't know that, how, how many people are going offshore today. I, 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 uh, when I woke up this morning and looked east, it was ugly. I didn't oh. even have to look east. All I had to do was open the door and go, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, it's blowing 15 knots at my house and pouring down rain when I left. How about that? Pouring an hour Were they calling ago. for rain at all? I this never saw com- that. This is coming off the ocean. They're still yeah. not calling for rain, but, it's, I mean, there's long A1A coming down here. It's uh, it was raining a little bit, yeah. But yeah. the wind is howling. Yeah. Wind, wind is howling. That big giant flag we passed over there by the um, what was that? The, uh, it's it's right there the, by the, the outlet old, mall. The, old, oh, uh, the outlet mall. The outlet mall. Oh, right you came there. in that way? Yeah, we came down uh, ninety five. Okay. Oh, was came, that the old Bozart Ford? Oh, you had the great drive. Oh yeah, that's just a great drive. It's yeah. Well, I mean, anymore it's gotten crazy that way though. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it, anymore <laughs> it's gotten crazy everywhere. Yeah, bro. yeah. A lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. Yeah, yeah. there's no traffic where I was at. I no, remember, I remember the day when you used to go from yes. from Michaelers all the way to St. Augustine in a big ghost town. Absolute ghost town. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much. No, no, it's a main highway now. Yeah, it really is. It really is, and the development in North St. Augustine um, on A one A is massive. Right. Yeah. I mean, if 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 it isn't already built, it's on its way to being built. Yeah. I, I um. I fished the beach on on, on Wednesday because it was blowing northwest at a hundred, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're about right. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Jeff, the 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 beach is almost gone. I mean, I've, I haven't seen it, you know, since last year from from that perspective. And you know, I'm sure you could even see it driving down. There's there's a couple houses that are just on stilts. Yeah, they're ready to go. I mean, I mean, we get one more good, well, there's, good lick, and they're going. There's a couple. What you're talking about? There's a couple yeah. houses that literally are on stilts. Literally are on stilts. Um, they have no foundation. One yeah. of them that has uh, water uh, when on a very high tide, it, it's underneath of it. Yeah. And there's a patch of A1A where you can tell that they had to bring in more dirt, sand, whatever, and then repave the blacktop because of the damage from a storm. From a storm. And uh, there's a couple old walkovers that used to where you would walk across the street and then you would have to do a walk, uh, like a boardwalk up and over the dune. Right. Well, there's no more dune. Right, there's no more dune. So it's just this wooden structure that's yeah. designed to go up and over the dune. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's very different. And uh, I know that uh, they did the beach renourishment program not long ago, but, I mean, for the most part, uh, that it's gone. effort is not completely gone, yeah, but yeah, uh, a lot of it's part. gone. Yeah. The place is completely gone. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, it's just my opinion, but it's why do that again? You know, I mean, I understand if you have a house there, I get it. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. But it's gonna wash again. Yeah, I You're mean, right. it's, there's, there's there's no question. I Unless mean, they it, come up with a viable solution to discourage the amount of erosion that's occurring on the on the south end of the beach, right. it's gonna continue. Right, it's not gonna stop, and this has been going on for. 25, 35 right, years. Right. Kane Paul Wisdom, our our buddy uh, who wrote that. Um, oh, goodness. Charlie Hamaker. Charlie Hamaker. Remember him talking about the currents? Mm-hmm. Uh, about each inlet and, and how different they were? I mean, it, it was really interesting. To, to and, and he talked about the north current mm-hmm. and, and how it, it, it affects the erosion on the beach. And, and then, you know, you take Mayport, obviously it's got – a long jetty going out, you know, and you, you take, take Fernandina, Cumberland Islands right around the corner. They don't, they don't have that, that they kind of block that current going, right. going to the north. And right? don't have the erosion. It don't have the erosion, yeah. exactly. But, you know, you take St. Augustine, again, it's just. It, it's I've, just I've been to places along different parts of the coast, not necessarily in Florida, where you see jetties that are just occasionally put in places and not because it's an inlet, mm-hmm. but it's meant to control the erosion. Right, and just wonder if would would that be a better option? And I'm like I said, I'm not an expert. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's I'm not either. People I, I, that can you know who's building the jetty right now? Who Comanche Cove? Yeah, to keep to yeah. keep from having yeah. the, the the process yeah, yeah, yeah. of silting and absolutely everything yeah. else. Yeah, because they you know they've got that basically that jetty on the left side. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 that's it, it's at the end. Right, but on the north side, I'm sorry, on the south side of that, it just flowed over remember i mean it would just uh, right it, you know it, it would just it, and it would just bring in silk but they're building a whole jetty out out to the to the, to the end of that marker i think that's what saint augustine eventually has to do whether they want to do it or not right if they're going to continue to i guess that's that my question dump yeah. sand on the beach they're going to have to identify the problem part of that problem is is the anastasia island jetty you got one jetty there the one on the north side is is very small it's not big enough and the only thing that's holding, you know, the St. Mary's River jetty systems together and those beaches up there with mm-hmm. Cumberland Island and Fernandina Beach, and then you got Jack's Beach, Atlantic, that's what's holding it together is the jetties. And right. if you don't have that jetty system in there, it's going to continue to well, er- erode. You know what's, you know what the crazy thing is? And I've lived here my whole life, right? And 
when we had all those storms, all of a sudden, there is a jetty there. It's covered up. It's just covered up. But it's not very big. St. Augustine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the North Jetty there is not very big. It doesn't go very far out. Yeah, right? it's not very big. Yeah, but but my point is is that it goes all the way across Porpoise Point. It's been built on. Yeah, those houses are sitting on top of that sand. Yeah. Oh, so the jetty, <laughs> the is, jetty's there. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you know how you used to drive on the beach. Yeah. Remember, you go and you and you take a right, and then you go way around to Porpoise Point. You can't do that anymore. You can't because the jetty's there. Okay, so you see, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. all been exposed. Wow. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I had no idea. Harold, did you? Harold, I mean, he's lived here his whole life too. We had no idea that there were rocks underneath that that sand. Huh. But once it got washed away from a storm, from a storm, you're like, oh my God, there's there's rocks there. So and the jetty goes in farther than you thought, but it doesn't go out. It doesn't farther go out. Right, right. Than than what right. you would but like you, to but see. But you gotta you gotta think of when when they built that jetty. It probably did go out far enough. This changed yeah. so much in there. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, Doctor Carrasco, who I fished with yesterday, by the way, um, awesome. He, he, you know, he lives right there mm-hmm. at the North Rocks. I mean, he and, and and he takes pictures and sends them to me. He goes, "Look how different this is." And he goes, "I've never seen this." You know, he's, they, that's where his dad lived. Okay, so he's been in that house for years. Right at Porpoise Point. R- right at the rocks. Right at the North Rocks. Oh wow! wow. So, so there's a new sandbar out there. But doesn't there. he live farther north than that, Doctor Crosco? No, he lives right on right. If you stood on that rock, and looked, thought, didn't he have a lot that was a little bit up? Yeah, he has another lot. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's his dad's house is where he lives I got now. You. Yeah. Um, and and anyway, um, it's it's amazing how it changes. No, uh, I mean not year to year now. It's it's like, it's like every six months. Yeah, there's a new sandbar out there now, which is I'll I'll, sh- I'll show you guys the pictures. Well, you know you got to figure we've had in in just the last two months pretty two large nor'easters. We have, and one of them was pretty critical. I mean, for three days we had thirty to forty mile an hour winds. Right. We don't get that had, out of the we south. We had sixteen foot seas. Yeah. I mean, and I I keep going back to it. that's that's like hurricane. Yeah, seas, sixteen yeah. foot. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's what's eating all that sand. Absolutely, out, it is. Yeah. Crazy. And you have no break between you know Jacksonville and St. Augustine. So when it comes around the the rocks at Mayport, it's just got beach all the way down. Right. All the way down past Matanzas, all the way down to yep. uh, what is it? The aquarium. I mean, so Marineland. Yeah, Marineland. Yep. So it's you know it's I think it's inevitable. It's going to wash it out. Yeah. And they're going to have to they're going to have to work on trying to find a solution for that right. they could keep dumping sand in front of those houses and begin to building those multi-million dollar seawalls but that ocean's going to take them down again no question i mean I, I don't know how much money they spent and tried to save those two or three houses but those uh the, the power of water is incredible oh <laughs> yeah i mean i oh. mean it's a it's amazing and when you sit there and you look at like the grand canyon you know have you ever been to the grand canyon i have i have Kirk? not i think, have not it, 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 I, I think about that all the time I mean, it started out as a stream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to wonder how powerful water can be, take right. a look at that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I ever went there, and I went, "I'm just a small little speck of dust." That's it. Yeah. On a planet, and I don't mean nothing. When you take a look at that, I know. You're like, "Holy cow!" Yep. I mean, tidal that. turbulence. You think about that. You're right. I mean, it's just so much water moving around. You know, it's incredible. We, you know, just what you're talking about, Jeff, is it. You're talking millions and millions of years, right, mm-hmm. for that to happen. Just the change of on the beach that we've seen in the last five years, yeah, is it, it, dr- dramatic. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's 
So I don't know how we got started. Hydrodynamics. Hydrodynamics. Are you sure that's the proper word? I think it is. I don't know. You're 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 known for making a few words uh, yeah. up every now and again. <laughs> yeah. Think about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's just you yeah. know. Hold on, let me Google that. Google that. That's all right. Yeah, it, yeah. hydrodynamics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we're talking is about that, is that a curriculum? Dynamics. Yeah. Look that up. I'm looking yeah. it up. I'm, I'm literally. I'm looking it up right now. Hydrodynamics, the branch of science concerned with forces acting on or exerted by fluids. How about that? You go. Just bro. never know, do you? Yeah, Kirk, you just <laughs> <Good arrow. laughs> you just never know, brother. Uh, I read a lot. That's 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 good stuff. You know, it's uh, in the, the what are the laws of hydrodynamics? So, uh, the fundamental principles governing hydro, hydrodynamics are the laws of conservation of mass, momentum, and energy. There you go. All three. All right. I mean, I was a surfer for 30 years. We watched that all the time, you know? Kirk, Kirk's hydrodynamics yeah. back in the surfing days mm-hmm. had water in some kind of tall bottle. No, it was, it was about <laughs> how, <laughs> how big how big the, the waves were going to be. That's so hydro. You know? <laughs> Might have been that, too. Never know. But you think about it, I mean – if the hurricanes that we get to come through here and then you turn around and you get nor'easters which are almost like hurricanes yeah they're going to do that damage you know right hey uh chad from uh whalen bay marine just handed me this uh-huh. they got atvs here yeah what yeah yeah they have atvs uh, uh bass pro shop they have the the 90 cc 300 cc 450 cc and the 600 cc they got side by sides yep all electric vehicles? What? I, I, the uh, you you you've got to go for a ride on their electric golf cart. I got to check it out. You, it, it, it it is ridiculously fast. Oh, it, I don't it, need to go fast. I don't either. But he, they had the, they got like the the rabbit mode, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and you push this little button and dude, it, will pull a wheelie. It's crazy. There's yeah. some golf carts that will yeah. pull a wheelie. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good gosh. Yeah, yeah there's, I've seen go- – there's a golf cart I saw somewhere, a video of. And the thing had drag bars on the back. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like, yeah. literally it would pull the front end off of the ground. <laughs> Bad things happen when you go too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's – yes, you they know? do. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm with Kurt. Yeah, I just – I saw take a video on YouTube this week of this, this car coming around a corner, a police officer. I don't know if you all saw that up in Virginia or something. And he was he had pulled over to check a car on the interstate, and this kid comes around the corner going 120 miles an hour, slides all the way through the median, and almost kills this police officer. And by the grace of God and a miracle, I saw that. Did you see that? I did see that. That was incredible. Did it's you, a miracle he wasn't killed. The the, the other one that I saw this week, uh, you know, because I've checked the Weather Channel each, and they and they show the like the the craziest video of the right. day. They had the boat races in the Key West. Have you seen this? No. And they 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 had um, suspended it due to weather. Okay. Well, after the suspension, they're like, "All right, here we go." Well, it was rough as crap, and they showed two boats, separate boats, wrecking because they're doing like a hundred miles an hour, and they get pitch pulled, and the guys go flying out the sea. Oh. Well, I thought they canceled the race. No, no, they they suspended it due to weather, but then up. but then even they they were like okay for like a couple hours, okay. right? But then they let them go. Oh, then they started back up. Yeah, 
and then they suspended it again. Uh, after right? the guys flew out of the boat? You, you have to see this video. These, I'm, uh, these, I don't know if they survived or not. It doesn't say that. But to watch these guys go flying out of these boats yeah. is – I thought they were seatbelted in. Ah, that's a great question. You know? I don't know. Going too fast ain't good. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's yeah. the point I was making. It's yeah. just going too fast ain't just ain't good. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. The uh, the fishing aspect. We're yes. going to have a couple people on here from Whalen Bay Marine today. Uh, we are going to have BJ on. Okay. Okay. Because yep. uh, he's he doesn't have a choice. Okay. Because good. we're going to talk about some boat maintenance and things that uh, a boat owner needs to kind of n- know about. I agree. Because I, I think a lot of times we're we're a turnkey. Folks, sometimes we, are we just want to turn the key and right, go. Right. Yep. And sometimes you got to be able to think about what you need to be aware of with owning a boat, the maintenance, the upkeep, and things that you as a boat owner can can be aware of, and maybe things that you can do to help prevent uh, all frequent visits to the mechanic shop. Yeah. You know, so uh, we'll do that, and then uh, we're. Gonna try to get Chad on. He's like, you know, iffy. He's like, I don't know if I can come on. I, microphone scares me. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, Chad. Yeah, I see him in the. I see him in the reflection right. in yeah, the. You see in how the far window. around he goes? Huh? Yeah, get way around. Way, way I from know. Us. He's trying yeah. to stay away. He's yeah. like, you know, like we're like we're the plague over here. Right. <laughs> he don't like microphones. Well. <laughs> well, what? Well, what? <laughs> there are more than one reason to stay away from you guys. Well, not just because you you're on say? mic. Well, it's early in the morning, and I know to... how you guys smell sometimes. Oh, wait a minute! Now. Uh, Come on. No, that's not. <laughs> that's, true. that's not very witty. That's I mean, yeah. That's kind of maybe, but not. That's not a character yeah. for you. We, that, that, that's only happened to us one time, and that was Jeff's fault. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> oh Lord! All right, hey, let's do a weather, and let's do a tides. And let's do a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksville, and that's the Bearded Pig. And I will tell you that uh, I got a little bit of my gift card left. Really? That we received. Yes, I do. Mm. Yes, Thank I you, do. Doug Wenzel. Thank you, Mr. Doug. Yep. And I'm going to use that very soon. Uh, here's the, the story. Got a high-pressure building over New England and the mid-Atlantic states. Going to shift southward along the southeastern seaboard this weekend. Gradually weakening over the Gulf Stream waters adjacent to Florida next week. Easterly winds today shift to south-southeasterly by early next week as the axis of Atlantic high pressure shifts south of our water, local waters. A backdoor cold front will then slowly progress southward down the seaboard during the mid to late portions of next week. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. And so what does that mean today? East winds 10 to 15 knots. Three to four feet. Five seconds on the period. Intercoastal is a moderate chop. Chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms. Tomorrow, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots. Three to four feet with a period of seven seconds. Monday, south winds 5 to 10 becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Tuesday, south winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3 feet. Wednesday, southwest (laughs) winds 5 to 10 knots becoming east in the afternoon. Wednesday, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Pretty day right there, right? Absolutely. Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. I'm going to have to venture there today. Why? Why? Because it's Saturday, and my daughter loves of to course, go to Angie Subs on Saturday. Very nice. 
All right, the uh, the tides at Mayport right now we're uh, coming up on high tide, which is going to be soon here at about 9:51 a.m. That's a 4.31 at Mayport. 3:24 p.m. is your low tide, and that's a negative 0.22. And then tomorrow, if you're making some plans to fish tomorrow morning, 4:19 a.m. is your low tide. That's a negative 0.05. 10:36 a.m. At Mayport is your high tide. That's a 4.25. You can add a foot to that with this east oh, wind yeah. and a full moon. Absolutely. Yeah, add a foot to that for sure. All right. Well, uh, let, let's take a break. Here on the Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, we come back. We're going to talk uh, about this great spring and the summer sales event that they're having down here at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine. If you'd like to come down and shop for some boats, come on down. And uh, we'll be on there until 10 o'clock, but the boat sale continues to roll on. And if you'd like to join us here on the show, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, Nimnik Chevrolet, they uh, spring you. you can spring into adventure with a powerful Chevy Silverado. We all know that Nimnik Chevrolet is your Silverado truck headquarters with the largest inventory on the ground. Rates as low as 1.9% APR, and you can save up to $7,500 on select 1,500 pickups. So shop online at NimnikChevy.com or go on by Cassett Avenue and check them out. We are live at <clears throat> down here in St. Augustine at Whalen Bay Marine. Yeah, I got to sleep like an extra 10 minutes this morning. Yeah, good for you. They got the uh, spring and the summer sales event, and here's a couple deals now. I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, like all the different kinds of boats, and here's a couple examples of some deals. You can save $500 on the Carolina Skiff JLS Series. Uh, you can save up to $900 on the LS Series, $1,100 on the Ultra Series, and that's just the Carolina Skiff, but they've got all kinds of deals going on with the Sea, Chaser, uh, sea Chasers, the Tahoes, and uh, they got some ATVs in here. So if you're in the market for an ATV, yeah. I'm going to be checking them out. You, you need to. Like I said, I've, 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 I've done my, um, my demo day for down here, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Where's your boat? Did you bring here today? No, I didn't. <clears throat> nope. Well. Nope. Nope. Um, but uh, we are having a um, a demo day on on uh, May the nineteenth at Comanche Cove. Um, I got a slip for the day, and um, it's it's uh, Ring Power is going to bring some food and some beverages and stuff like that. So if they uh, got food and beverages here today, I, they way. do. As a matter of fact, uh, they, they're going to have a Low Country Bull yeah. um, brought to you by Geico. I, I guess that's somebody coming from Geico nice. is going to do a Low Country Bull, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. So mm-hmm. going to have food, and then and then we're getting ready to uh, have some of Harold's breakfast casserole, something or another. It's the uh, the Kirby Co. Cooking Builders tip the, Cooking Tip of the Week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're getting ready to. Have so this is going to. This is actually going to be the first. Well, well, the first outside, not one of us, yes, us three correct. or wives. Uh-huh. Okay, judging uh-huh. of a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Well, Kirk and I are a little more lenient than you are. You're 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 a little more like, eh, or oh, that's really good, you know, or yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Kirk and I are nice. We're so like, you're saying I'm honest? <laughs> too honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Come on now. Come I'm, on ex- now. I'm excited to try it. It smells yeah. good. I can tell you that. So, Kirk, um, yesterday I was, I, I literally was excited to fish, 
yeah, which is um, it, 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 it's been a long time coming. Trying to trying to get offshore. I went offshore on, on Wednesday. When I say offshore, I fished the beach. I fished the bait pods. Mm-hmm. I've had a a big charter with uh, had thirteen boat charter with Circle K. Thanks to Circle K, that was awfully nice. And I, I looked at the forecast on on Thursday, right? And my charter for Friday canceled. So I called Doug and. I called Dr. Carrasco, and when you guys want to go, and they're like, yeah, not, you know, it's supposed to be southeast at 5. Right. You know, and I w- woke up to a text from, all of us did, from Logs yeah. yesterday morning, and I looked at that picture, and I went, that ain't good. You know, because there was already a, 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 an onshore breeze at that time of the morning. That's yeah. right. And so I went out, and, and they're like, where are we going to go? And, and I had some, I really wanted to go back to the spot that you and I fished with Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, that's offshore the, a little bit. Yeah, offshore mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, if if the ocean was conducive, well, hell, I got up there and it was. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, it was one to two, but it was three seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it right? was tight. It, it was, was real tight. It was, you know, fifteen, seventeen miles an hour. Yeah, it was you a nervous sea I mean? too. Uh, what's that? A nervous sea. Yeah, that's exactly. It yeah, was, I don't it, like you know, that. If you looked out to the side, Jeff, it didn't look rough, but when you were running, right? You know, it, it was like that. Like that every fourth or fifth wave it was just it, it it would it would pound you so anyway um we went and uh my what well, the the baits everywhere is the bait everywhere in mayport yeah it was pretty easy to get yeah, yesterday yeah, i mean one throw i filled up both live balls i mean i literally filled up both live balls and so well let's you know let's go let's go bottom fishing for a little while and my idea was is i was going to bottom fish while, while those guys were bottom fishing i was going to sit back there live bait chum and you know, put a flat line out and mm-hmm. catch a couple of kingfish. Neighbor Joe caught a sailfish the day before, right there on the party grounds. Nice. And, and he had two kingfish, like three bonita. I mean, he had a, he had a hell of a day. Talked to James Missouri. Yeah. Same day. He's like Kevin. You know, went to here, and he's like, we had an incredible day. So I was think I'll just put a flat line out and catch a couple of kingfish. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. First spot was kind of slow. We uh we we, we lost a couple mystery fish. Not sh- exactly sure what they were, and nothing on the flatline. And when I, t- I, I mean, I'm, I'm, b- I'm back there with handfuls. And, of- and where were you at in relation to where James Joe? and neighbor Joe? So Joe, uh, James went northeast, and, and neighbor Joe was fishing right, you know, basically same, same spot. Yeah, okay. same spot as, as the day before. And I mean, I never saw a kingfish, and uh, Captain Guy Spear was next to me, and. And he was slow trolling. He never saw a kingfish. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what happened to them. But anyway, we en- we ended up having having a decent day on snapper. Caught one real nice red grouper, which was cool. Mm-hmm. They seem to be making a comeback. Or yeah, there's, guys are catching them up in Mayport too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just which is really interesting. Yeah, but for for the most part, it, there, there were no there were no striking fish. You know, which was really strange. I mean, the day before, they you know, I'm talking we're talking about. We're talking about you know five six miles apart. Everybody was catching them, right? You know, and then and then yesterday it was like, where'd I, they and, go? And, and dude, I had you, you know my live wells. I had here today going. I had two live wells packed with with, and I'm back there with a net full throwing them out, and birds were chasing them around. That was about it. Wow, crazy! And the water was beautiful. What's yeah. your water temperature? Anything on the it bottom? Was 70. <laughs> not snapper. Okay. I, I did. I did not catch a flounder, which that that kind of. No cobia. I'm almost positive I lost a cobia. Um, 
but I, I, I never did actually put my eyes on it. But the way that it fought, the way that it was coming up, and I was trying to back off the drag, mm-hmm. and, and it made it made a run and pulled the hook. Um, but no, I never hmm. I never saw Cobia. Um, and so water temperature, yeah, seventy three at yeah, Mayport. It's exactly what it was yesterday. But I talked to Chris Kell at the dock yesterday, and he said that uh, he had put a probe down on the bottom. It was sixty eight on the bottom, and he fished up to the northeast. Well, it's the- how do you do that? Well, he's got a, I guess he's got a device like a temperature reader and it's got a long cable on it and you just drop it over the side of the boat and let it sink. Is there, is there, and and I remember, gosh, it was a few years ago we were talking to Boo and he was talking about adjusting your fish finder depth finder to be able to see the different striations. BJ can explain that. Okay. Yeah. And so you're, you're trying to find the color or the, the temperature changes in the, Layers the of water, right? Yeah, you're looking for the temperature breaks, so right. You know where to put the bait. And uh, and I, 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 what you're talking about about somebody sending a probe down to mm-hmm. find out what the temperature is at the bottom. I, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Yeah, I, I, I know some of the other guys have used to do that a long time ago. I, I've heard let, that before. Let me ask That's you not a question. the first time. How, how do you? Do yeah, that? you dove. Isn't it always colder on the bottom? It always is. Yeah, it's always I'm, colder down yeah. deep. And again, we're in St. Augustine, Whalen Bay Marine. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And just uh, wanted to tell everybody look, if you're tired of not having any communication with your insurance agent, Okay, they're not working hard enough for you, call David Bean, and he's my State Farm agent, and he has been, I mean, absolutely fantastic. By, by the way, I talked to David this week. You did? Yeah, and I, um, I, I, I had an insurance question for him. and he So was, he answered the phone. Oh, yeah, he answered the phone, <laughs> yeah, which was awesome, yeah. And, 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 I, and I did. I, I, um, my son's starting a pool cleaning business, mm-hmm. and obviously he's going to need insurance. You know, so I talked to David about that. He didn't. That's not what he handles. But no, but like, he'll refer you to absolutely. somebody that he, knows. He's like, here, here's the guy. I'm going to text it to you. So thank you, David. Appreciate that. Yep. Uh, State Farm agent David Beam. Okay, if you want to give him a call, three seven nine forty one fifty six. He's located right there on uh, Corey Road, Suite Number Eight. And uh, he's fantastic. I mean, home, auto, life, uh, he can handle it all. And the best part is he's one of us. Yeah. I mean, he's an outdoorsman, and he gets it, and he understands that uh, your life is important, and he treats you as such. All right, uh, Chris just texted me. we we got a couple people holding us. Uh, let's call or talk to Papa G first, and then we'll talk to Mike. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, sir. How you all doing? Good morning, buddy. Doing good. We're about ready to jump into this breakfast here. Yeah, we are. We're smelling it. Dirty dogs. Uh, I'm I'm a little jealous. Hey, listen. All you got to do is come on down. We'll we'll save you a plate. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to try to get down there, man. Welland Bay is is, uh, is, is top-notch, man. They really are. I'm going to try to get down there. Good. All right. Come see us. And listen, uh, my neighbor, uh, this is funny, man. My neighbor moved in about a month and a half ago, and he's got a – he had – a beautiful uh, uh, hurricane boat with a 250 Yamaha on the back of it, but he ran it in salt water, and he never, ever, when he came in out of salt water, flushed that motor out, man. So you're talking about, you know, uh, boat maintenance and stuff like that. How important is it? Because I know the lower transom on those things will get ate up with salt water, man. So 
it, it's just, I told him, I said, man, they make like a rabbit ear. You can hook up to your water hose when you get out of the water because you're not going to run for another month or so and, and, and flush that, flush that salt water out of there, man. That's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, maybe, it, it maybe, is. Uh, it, it, and and a, a lot of them now just have – you don't have to run them. You, you literally just uh, – Plug it in. Plug, plug it in, yeah. Plug and, in the and, garden hose yep. and then just let it run, and it cycles through the outboard. Yep. Don't have to turn the key, yep, run the exactly. motor, nothing. Yep, yeah. I know the old, the old rabbit ears that you're talking about, um, yep. and, and everybody had those, and they, and they work great. You know, but you don't. You don't have on most of the motors now. You don't have to do that. Yeah, and you, and you got to do well, that. I mean, it's if if you don't do that, Papa G. I mean, you're just again. You, look, you, well, let me correct myself. If you like spending money, you don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> it, it's funny you mention that because I'm old school, man, and I had the old rabbit ears for my daddy, and I would always put that on the back of my old Johnson motor, you know, and, and flush all that salt water out because I tell you what, man, you're over transferring those plates down there. That salt water will just eat them up. Oh yeah, and that, that's kind of what they're designed to do. I mean, they have those little uh, plates right. that that are there, and that that's supposed to take away some of the ero- the corrosion from the other part of the motor to those plates. But then, the whole internal components of an outboard motor. I mean, there's a whole plumbing system. If you don't rinse that out, right. Chad I mean, was telling me just right now, it's, uh, it's insane. Ru- running it is is way better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. while it's hooked up. Yeah, while it's hooked up. Yep. I think that's a big so. thing. While it's hooked up, man, run the gas out of the out of the motor and stuff, and uh, and flush fresh water through it, and that'll save your motor. Appreciate it, Papa G. Thanks, Papa G. Sorry, man. Right. See. Right, let's go talk to Mike this morning. Good morning, Mike. Hey guys. Good morning. How are y'all? Good morning. Good, good morning. Hey, I tuned in a little bit late, but it, it uh, sounded like you guys were talking about the erosion out where the houses are sitting on their pilings north of north of Bolano. Is that was that the yeah, example y'all were giving? Exactly. Yeah, Correct. exactly. I think so. So I'm going to live in my glass house and throw rocks for a minute because we actually have a place north of there. Um, our place has been in the family for 30 years. It's unbelievable the change in the beach. I mean, you used to have yep. to sit and take a break between the back door of the house and the ocean. It felt like it was, no kidding, it was two football fields away. And there were dunes with grasses. And now we step off that bulkhead, and it's probably at high tide. Sometimes it's 25 feet, and you're standing in the water. Right. It, it's unbelievable. Wow. And just what kills me, and this is the throwing rocks from a blast house part, is not only... Right there where those houses are. If you look on the west side of the road, they're building houses. It, it's pretty clear to me my grandchildren will be fishing out of an inlet right there. And they're throwing up million-dollar houses like tomorrow's a dang rumor. On the, on the <laughs> other side of A1A, and I think they have this belief that their house is safe, and I don't share, I don't share in that belief. Yeah. No, well, I, I, well, and I, maybe they're thinking that they're going to have an oceanfront ho- home pretty soon. <laughs> I, I tell you, we, we bump into them at the Bolano Publix. Uh, I've actually right. seen Kevin there a couple of times. And that is what they believe. They, they, that is what they believe. Um, but if you go by there and just stand on that house that's sticking up in the air and look back to the west, it's 200 yards to the intercoastal waterway at high tide. It's it's. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's the power of Mother Nature, like y'all were saying. It's yep. It is it is undeniable. 
Yeah, and, and and like and like I said, it's it's uh, this this isn't this has happened over hundreds of years. We're watching this in our in our lifetime, especially in the last what five seven years. It, it's mm-hmm. a dramatic yeah. change. Yeah, um, it, it's it's we were, it's crazy. We were fortunate enough back in the first round of bulkheads to put in a bulkhead, and we went with. I don't know if you guys know Tom Turnage or not, but that guy knows a lot about marine construction. We probably have 40 houses that Tom put the bulkheads in. We've lost sand on the beach, but we've had no damage to our houses. The people I feel sorry for are the people that the county would not allow them to put bulkheads in because their house was quote-unquote conforming, and their houses were eroded under. I mean, it's just... right. It's a bad situation out there, and I don't know what the solution is, but... It, it's stunning to me every time I walk out the back door and see how close the water is. It's unbelievable. I'm kind of curious, uh, and, and this is, I think, a great question for you, Mike. Do you have any idea how far down that, like, your bulkhead went into the ground? Yeah. Like, like yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of those bulkheads, I mean, look, I mean, they, the ones that they probably put down a few years ago, some of them probably didn't go down deep enough. They did not, and they allowed them to build these, you know, wood bulkheads that did not perform. I mean, there's some, I could talk to you guys for your whole show about my opinions on what <laughs> what went wrong out there, but ours, ours is a 16-foot fiberglass panel, pounded into the ground, just like you're driving a, a piling, um, and it goes down probably six feet above, ten feet down, and then it's capped in concrete tiebacks, all that kind of stuff. Wow. I know the exact bulkhead so, he's talking about. You can see it from the ones that are still standing, mm-hmm. right? And the, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, and the ones that aren't typically are those 12-feet-tall, pressure-treated pilings. It's really, when we walk to the beach, it just, it's sad. I mean, these people, and, you know, a lot of the people out there, they're not the rich, prototypical person that people think about. Some of these houses have been in families for three generations. They'll never be able yep. to put them back. And it's just, mm. we know some folks personally that have lost their house. It's just, it's sad, but yeah, I don't know yeah, what the it, answer it, it, is. It, it, it's, it's funny. I was, I was talking to somebody about this the other day and, and fishing the beach, Mike. And I was like, you know, I mean, growing up here, kind of my dream was always to, to, to have a place on the, on the, on the beach, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and now I wouldn't, I, I mean, after what I've seen in my lifetime, it's like, you know, I, I that's not my dream anymore. You know what I mean? No, it's, yeah, it, and like, 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 well, like what you're saying, Mike. I mean, those, some of those houses have been in families for generations. You know, and yeah. and 30 years ago, no one would have thought about nah. that that no beach one. being the way it is. No, no, no absolutely one. not. Mm-mm. Well, look, if it becomes y'all's dream, uh, you got my co- number on caller ID. Call me back. I can make your dream a reality. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I appreciate the call, Thanks, Mike, Mike, and awesome. uh, really, yep. I mean, sharing sharing kind of your experience on that. I, I think that uh, really hits home for a lot of people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, guys, does. y'all have a good morning. All right, buddy. Yep. Thank, Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right, uh, let's go talk to Mister Chip Wingo, Captain Chip Wingo. Chip, Chip, Captain Chip. Good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. Yep. Hey, I got a question for you. Are you guys using salt away yet on your boat? Using what? Salt away? No. Salt away, yeah. No, I no, that soap thing in a bottle. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 
Um, okay. All right. So, so real, real quick, Cap Chip, is this the product that I see to where you hook your garden hose to it, and then it's sprayed over a boat, and it looks like a complete foam type of coverage, and then you just rinse yep. it off, and you're done? Yep, but you also plug it up to your motor and flush your motor. Oh, so, you, so you're running it through your motor, there too. There you go. Yep. So oh, Chad just handed it. He just handed us a bottle of this, and uh, this one was made by CRC. Is that what you have? I have the uh, original salt one. It's a blue liquid. Uh, there's several okay. different products. Yeah, this now. is a blue liquid, too. So yeah. uh, uh, with that bottle chip, uh, we're washing boats every day. How long, how, how long will that last you? Well, I buy the big gallon jug, and it takes one dispenser you know, you fill up a little, uh, I guess it's about six ounce screw on to your applicator, and it's full of the fluid. And then I right. hit the entire top side of the boat, I hit the hole in the bottom, and then I hook it up and push the left and screw the motor. Once that's done, I pull it off, and you just rinse it off. So that removes all the salt that actually helps clean the boat while you're doing it. You know, you, of course, we get stains and gook on the boat too so you have to get that off but removing that salt helps so much it's unbelievable you know you can yeah, have a gel coat yeah i i it, it, it it's interesting that that you brought that up because i was actually looking at my boat because i have a blue boat now right mm-hmm. and, and and it's you can see salt on it oh yeah you know and and it's it, even when you click when you're inside cleaning the boat you don't think about the outside hull and that would be that product would be perfect for that. Yeah, and the one that I have yeah. here, Chip, it's uh, this one's it's called Salt Terminator, and it's by CRC, and they have it here at Whalen Bay Marine. And uh, they're saying that uh, this dissolves salt and leaves kind of a protective coating, I guess, on any surface. And they say uh, not only just on surfaces that you can you also use this when you flush your motor. So you're running this through the internal parts of the motor, and uh, it can use on any surface exposed to salt, including fiberglass, steel, aluminum, glass, uh, magnesium. I don't know what magnesium would be. Uh, wood, uh, shingle, or I think huh. shingles. But, I mean, all chrome, plastics, rubber, no scrubbing required. That's, that's, I mean, that's pretty neat. That is pretty solid. Cool. Yeah. And salt's a very yeah, Rod, uh, have you, heavy have abrasive. Rod, have you ever used it, Kurt? Never. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Andy Rod Reels, Chip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, Jeff, you living on the beach, it works good on your windows and uh, stuff like that on the outside that you're worried about salt buildup. Um, there's a lot of guys starting to use it for that, too. It's a little bit of Yeah, that's actually, that's a, that, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. But that's, that's a good yeah. tip. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, uh, it, it, uh, it did, didn't didn't expect this weather this morning. No, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, didn't exactly. Either, but, so it's it'll be some new fresh water to, to throw chunks and lures. And looking forward to it. as long as it doesn't blow too hard. But we'll see. It, it, exactly. All right, buddy. Good luck. See you guys. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. See you, Chip. Thanks, Scott. Chip.
Yeah, that's a good tip. I mean, uh, yeah, just I as far it. as like cleaning the boat, especially uh, you know, flushing the motor. Yep. And and then also just the overall protection of the boat. I mean, that's kind of a neat little deal there. Yeah, what, like what's the price on that? It's uh, forty six bucks. Okay, and then uh, th- and forty six dollars, and so thirty two ounces, and uh, the way it's measured is like a four ounce component. So you look if I'm you know that would be eight eight washes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you wouldn't have to do it every time. No, Maybe no, every no, other no. time so, yeah. if it's putting one of those coats. Yeah. You know, the coating, the protective film over that, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. That, that, would, that would last Kirk and I about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, right. So uh, the, when when I got in here this morning, mm-hmm. uh, because I came down A1A and went over the Volano Bridge and then on US-1 through St. Augustine here to, to Whalen Bay Marine where they're having the spring and the summer sales event, and come on down and see us because they got all kinds of food and, and savings on boats and ATVs, all kinds of things. But when I was coming over the Volano Bridge, and, of course, the Volano Bridge boat ramp is on the left-hand side. And as I was on the bridge, I could see about four boats coming out. And I said, okay, that's interesting. You know, they're all rolling out, and, and one boat didn't have this any lights. This is 615, Yeah, yeah, ballpark. Yeah. And so then when I – Come off of the bridge, now I can start to see, or, or as I'm coming on the downward slope of the bridge, I can see the number of boats that are back in that basin. Mm-hmm. And I went, good Lord, they must have a tournament. I mean, right. 25, 30 boats, all there, lights on, getting yep. ready to roll. and Yeah, blue water tournament. And uh, is there a tournament no. today? Got, I think it got postponed, though. I, I, I'm just, it, it's, there's no tournament today. There's no I mean, as in, if there is an offshore tournament, you're talking about 20 boats, and most of those are sport fishing boats. Right. They're not used. These weren't sport fishing boats. These were uh, fishing boats, inshore boats. Oh, yeah, inshore boats. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, and, and so I was like, I was like, so I actually even texted Mike Hayes. Yeah. And I said, you know, because he's in the Florida Lure Anglers. You know where they are today. They're in Steenhatchie. They're in Steenhatchie. Well, I texted him. I said, hey, you in a tournament in St. Augustine today? Yeah. He says, no, Steenhatchie. So, I mean, is this a normal day at the boat ramp? By 6.15, so, there's so, 40 so boats, I, I, 50 I gotta, boats? i got to give Captain Scott Shake credit because on, on Thursday evening when we did the forecast show, right, he said, look, you better get to the boat ramp early in the morning. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, on, on Thursday, because I didn't fish on Thursday, he's like, the boat ramp was packed today. There was no parking spots. I'm like, you're kidding me. On, a, on a Thursday, he said, come on, Scott, you're exaggerating. I tried to – when I got there yesterday morning at 7.15 – I had to park on the road. Whew. It's it, it, on, on, on a Friday morning. I mean, I, I was like, you got to be kidding. It, every spot in the parking lot, every spot, whether it be the single car spots or trailer wow. spots, and, and, and not only that, but people were like parking diagonal, trying to make their own spaces. And I was like, you got to, that's, that's unbelievable. So I, I know that the county bought, um, I think it's 35 acres right there at, um, at, at, at 312. Um, so there's, there's, there's a new public ramp going in there, uh, but I don't know when that, when? but no, I don't know what the timeline is on that. Harold will know he's, he's our, he's our bird dog. He'll find out. But you know, Jeff, you know where fish bites is. Uh, yeah. Okay. If you just continue to go, to go same, past same road. Yeah. Same road. You're going to go right past fish bites. And, and and that there's a there's a piece of land down there that mm. the county bought, 
and uh, that's where they're going to put the puppy. I mean, it's awesome spot. Awesome spot. Well, I hope they do it right. Uh, they, yeah, they, I hope they do it right also, you yeah. know. But they got to take some pressure off of these other boat ramps. I mean, I mean, Palm Valley's got to be a joke on, on Saturday and Sunday mornings. You know, I mean, seriously, it's got to we talk about one little tiny ramp. Yeah, there's a know? lot of boats going through there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're, now they're building another public boat ramp across from there. But I think it's like 10 boats maximum. Well, the, the parking lot. Uh, uh, okay, there was a there's a kayak launch across from the current Palm Valley boat ramp. I know that. So yeah, that, yeah. So they're putting a boat ramp over there. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I think they're they're building that right now. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. But again, it's ten or twelve parking spots. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more than ten or twelve people in Nocatee. Oh, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it's it, 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 it's look we we've been talking about this for fifteen years. This isn't something I, know. You know, I mean. This is not new to us, but I am glad that the county is is looking in, into that that piece of land. Um, it, that 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 will be that'll be very interesting. Well, with with some of the, the tax money coming in, I mean, there's oh. I mean, is there not money to build a ramp? Build a ramp? Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> you know, the, the big question that we have too is not only just st john's county but duval county oh yeah you know are they doing are they doing anything to improve the ramps or to expand some of the ramps in duval county well i mean look look at look at kirk this is a great example okay charter captain and and you know this we watched him pull into the parking lot at at, at 1010xl for years and years and years with Mm -hmm. his boat he's like i can't do saturdays anymore yeah it's just too crowded mayport's that crazy can't find a place to park right really it's that ridiculous i mean it's it's a fight yeah i mean you got to park blocks away from the boat ramp then you got to leave all your stuff in the boat you know everybody else is gone so nobody's policing your stuff i'm not comfortable with that yeah you know i mean you got thousands of dollars worth of rods and reels in there and you just leave it and then not only that you got folks that Totally don't think about what they're doing, and they're running wide open and throwing three, four f- foot weights. Yeah, I know. And they're right. beating your boat to death, and you know that's your your asset. Right. It's like no, it's just, not worth it. I'm not going to do it. It's yeah. just it's too uh, it's aggravating and stressful. Mm-hmm. So I just decided that's I'm not going to do that anymore. You know. I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. And even Sundays can be tough too. You know, getting there early. I mean, I'm with Kevin. I, I fished a couple of days this week. And one day it was fairly busy, and then yesterday it was incredibly busy. It was like you you, you pulled up, and it was a a weekend in July, uh, holiday. Yeah, yeah. And you're going, holy smoke! I'm there at ten minutes to seven, and the parking lot is full. Yeah, yeah they took on, off for Cinco on, de Mayo. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know what. I, I guess they were practicing Cinco de Mayo on Thursday. Yeah, see, well, see, they might have They might have did what we did. Okay, because right. we celebrated Cinco de Cuatro. We, oh, we we went and got our Mexican Cinco. fix on Thursday. Right, Cinco see that Cuatro. I don't know if yeah. that's a yes. thing. I'm gonna have to check. It is a thing. It's fourth, a new thing. That's yeah. the fourth day of the week. Uno it's, dos tres cuatro. Yeah, yeah. It's Cinco de Cuatro. Okay. Okay. Thanks for Kirk. those that want to avoid I the just, rush. Thanks, Kurt. You know, yeah. I try. Of Cinco de Mayo, you know, you're going Mayo de Cuatro. I guess is what you'd have to say, right? Or right. Cuatro de Mayo. I'm not. I'm not going there. No. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you 
tell we're just not too highly educated. All but. right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to do an LV Hires, Inc. gear tip of the week. And uh, if you'd like to come down and hang out and have some of Harold's cooking, which is going to be the Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week, mm-hmm. we are at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine where they have a spring and a summer sales event. Got some great deals on boats going on because uh, they've got these promotions and these rebate offers going on with the Suzuki Outboards, the Carolina Skiff, and the Sea Chaser boat packages. But they also have TVs and side-by-sides and the all-electric golf carts, which I will be test-driving one when we get off the yes, air. you can have fun. And again, we're in St. Augustine, Whalen Bay Marine. And if you're trying to figure out how to type that into Google, it's W-A-Y-L-E-N, Whalen Bay Marine. Okay, and if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We've got a uh, special guest sitting in with we, us we now. Do. Captain Kirk is uh, going to take the rest of the morning off. We've got Mr. Scott Shank back up, in. Back Hello. up in. <laughs> PT's here. That's me. But now it's time. That's me. Hey, Chris. <laughs> now it's time for the LV Hires, Inc. gear tip of the week. LV Hire supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. And if you've got a business or a job site and you need fuel and lubricants, go to LVHIERS.com to learn more and allow them to help your bottom line. And this week's tip comes from Captain Kirk. And then, look, uh, you guys know it. The beach trolling is right around the corner, and it's time to make new rigs. How do you do that? Do you do it on the boat? Do you do it at home? And what do you put it in? Well, there's the guy right here. Captain Scott Shake. I mean, he's, he's the rig man. He's 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 the rig. Had enough of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the 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 greatest thing that ever happened to us. One of the I shouldn't say that. We, that's an exaggeration. Yep. But going to seven strand, going from hardwire to seven strand, is night and day. Now, there's some people that are kind of new to mm-hmm. fishing, right? Yep, I mean, right. we a lot of new people in the area, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Sometimes we have to assume that they don't know. What's exactly. the, what are you talking about between wire and seven strand? What's the difference? Okay. What are they? Hard, we, hard wire or, or soft wire is what we're calling right. it nowadays. Hard wire was back in the day that you had to do the haywire twist and the barrel. And to, barrel. Yep. I mean, you 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 literally your tips of your fingertips were totally raw from getting stuck by wrapping that hard wire. And and. Hardwire is exactly what it says. It's it's metal wire that's yep. very thin. Yep. And the reason you're using it in this fishing application is because the fish you're targeting have sharp teeth. Correct. Yes. Kingfish. Right. Um, sharks. Sharks, wahoo. Wahoo. I mean, yep. anything yep. like that. Exactly. You know, I mean, a mahi can cut through it, a sailfish. And so, just like all wires, if you don't bend it just right... You can weaken it. You put a kink in it. Well, you put a kink not, in not it. Not only that, here's the other thing. If you don't know how to cut it correctly, it will eat you up. Yes. It, 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 there's 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 a way of bending that wire to break it, so it's it, so it's not abrasive. If you if you clip it with a pair of pliers, you are in trouble. You're, yeah. It, yeah. It will it will it will cut you to the bone. Okay. All so right. you literally have to bend it like in a ninety, and right. then there's a certain rotation. Right. If so, it if it doesn't break in three right. like turns. So let's get past all that. We don't have to do that anymore. Okay. We don't so do be- that because there's a new product that's right. out there, and it. 
it's still a metal substance, yep. but it's kind of like a rope material of wire. Seven strand. It's one it, by seven. And it's flexible. Strand. Right. So it's called seven strand yes. because right. it has seven strands to form right. one piece. Right. So you can actually tie it. Yes. You know, and there's a, a bigger eight. No, yep. You can smell it. Smell it. Right. And and, and here's, here's the other thing, Jeff. Literally in January, all of us charter captains, we would get together and have what we call rig-tying parties. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we would spend an afternoon tying rigs, but it would take you five, seven minutes at least to tie one rig with hard wire. Okay. I can I can tie a rig in about 20 seconds. Yes. With seven with strands. Seven yes. Strands. Yep. Okay. And yep. so uh, any tips on any particular brand of seven strands? There's only any, one brand. There's only one brand. Ameri- there's only one brand. American Fishing Wire, AFW. Really? Yeah. And they make it in 30, 40 60, yep. and then, of course, on up, but the common brands of what we use is 40. Yep. 60, we use if we're shark fishing or something like that because... Or, or, or ribbon fish or ri- yeah, be, it, yep. you, you can grab it real quick like on a shark, and because of it being only 60, you could pop it easier without leaving that whole shark with all the wire and stuff. He's right. just got the hook. Okay. If, he, if, it, if it's too deep and you don't feel like getting it out. So this uh, seven-strand company, where are they, where are they out of? I can't tell. I, 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 I got to look it up. I don't know. I mean, it's only one of them. Right. It's making only it. one. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Very hard yeah. to find, too. Once we yeah. get into kingfish season, like, I buy my rolls in 1,000-foot spools. Yeah. Um, Because there's many a times when we get to kingfish season, because yep. they only have, like, a like a 25, a 300, and then, like, right. a 1,000-yard spool. And I'll buy two or three of them just for my business. charter business. Yeah. That has yeah. nothing yeah. to do with with the tackle business. Wow. And it's great because we can literally, once we used a hard wire setup, it was good for one time, one time only. That's and right. you, yep. you threw it up on a dash and you clipped your hooks off if you could save them, blah, blah. Now we could catch multiple fish. On a rig. On, on a rig. rig. Yep. Dude, I've sent it out when I'm busy. <laughs> that thing is so curled up and... I, ah, it'll catch another one, and I'll just throw it back out there because it's just it's, the way yeah, it that, is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Shelty gets on the boat sometimes when he sees my oh rigs. God, and he goes, really? Really? You fish with this? And you guys are even using seven strand for tournament fishing now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's it's that good. Yes. yes. Well, okay. the nice thing is, like you say, with that hard wire, Jeff, any little kink gets put in that in that wire Yeah, which you could lose a fish, you could which lose could a be a money fish. fish. Just as easy. It yeah, can, it, he can get in between his teeth and turn his head and put a kink in it to where this is bendable. We can literally tie, I can tie hand over hand knots in it, undo them all, and, and the rig break. looks brand new. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive. So yep. uh, seven strand, Yep. tie your rigs before you go. Question, on a typical king fishing day, now I'm not talking tournament day because right. on tournament day you're, right. it's you know, way you're, different. You're, you're, you're trying right. to get one bite. Right. Okay. You go to a wreck. Okay. You're charter fishing. Okay. You're pleasure fishing. How many rigs will you go through in a day? Four or five. Yeah, four or That's five. That's it. Yeah. I've wow. got some in the truck. I'll bring them in. I'll yeah. If like you have never see seen that. one, I'll show them one too. Okay. Compare that to the old single-strand wire. How many rigs did you, did oh, you used to have to have? Yeah, you used to have 20, to have. 20, 25? Yeah, 20, 25 a day. Five times the amount yeah, yeah, of rigs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you talk about sharks and everything. I mean, one fish, it's a one-fish wonder. Once it's used, it's done. Right. You don't set it back out. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. It is, and, and by the way, uh, one knot live bait hook yes. is your is your top hook, and then a number six 
4X treble hook on no. the bottom. On the bottom. Yep. No. Okay. And I fish two different ones. LV. I fish either number four or number six. Right. All yeah. right. There's your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the, the week. One. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. That's a great tip. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing, though, the, per- the, the, the number of rigs that you used to have to have compared to what you're doing now just with this seven strand. And I would love to talk to the creator of seven strand. Yeah. How did you come up with this? Well, and the the other thing is is that if you have let's you know oh, I'm carrying six kingfish rods, uh-huh. right? And I, I so I'll, I'll rotate them out as as I need yep. be, but as a, as between bites, I can make two rigs, no problem, exactly. in, 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 in a minute. So I've got fresh rigs. I mean, I don't have to make rigs. I I, I like to have extra rigs, okay? But for the most part. Um, I, I, you know, I'll have three or four extra rigs a trip because, you know, yeah, like, like, even if it, even if it has a little twist in it, this, that, the other, put it back it, out, put it back out. It's, it's fine. Now, now, Jeff, too, it, I mean, just like Kevin said, we have the, the greatest thing ever came out is our good friends, Dave Workman up there at Strike Zone. Mm-hmm. He has what we call kingfish bags mm-hmm. and they have like 50 yep. Ziploc bags, we'll call them in it. So I'll sit there and build and I'll put, Two or whatever in every bag. So I have two of those bags. So once I tie four or 500 macro rigs, I'm pretty much covered for the season. Four or 500? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you, you do, you go through some rigs. I mean, Golly. you know, but, you know, you get on a, you get on a, a, a serious bite of fish. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and, 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 and again, it's just like what, what Scott's saying. If we... If we catch our one or two kingfish that we're keeping, then then for the most part we're we're either popping them off or cutting them off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right, right, right. You know, I mean, we're not we're not trying to we're not trying to dig a a, a twenty cent hook out, out out of a kingfish. All right, so uh, well, Scotty's pulled out a rig now, for see, me to check out. I pre-cut out. all my leaders to twenty four inches. He does a lot longer. Kevin likes real long leaders. I don't. I fish short leaders. This, and how long is this? Twenty four inches. That's Once not, that's in, not twenty four. In inches. the beginning, it's twenty four. By the right. time you snell and all that, kind of, see that's the number I, I got six. You. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're talking twenty four <laughs> inches yeah, yeah, total. Jeff, Jeff's I was going to say yeah, you're yeah. living in a dream. I, right know, right. I know, I know, I know. I've been lying to you most of my life. <laughs> Let me take a look at your ruler. And I want to use your ruler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so no, when I get done, it's what twenty inches now, nineteen yeah, inches, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we use a little number, and I snell where Kevin more more so figure eights than I do. I snell. And then I figure eight the swivel on there. Okay, that's a great and, rig. And depending on, depending on, you know what you're trolling that day. Like I'll bump up a swivel size. Like if I'm trolling, because that swivel's only made for forty five pounds. Okay. So then, like if you're trolling a ribbon fish, which like you said, you're going for that one bite. So that one bite's a forty five pound fish. Now I'm going to bump up to like a seventy five pound swivel. I got you. So it's going to be just a little bit, you know, kind of like what we fish inshore with and yeah. stuff like that. You know, it's going to bump up a little bit. It's amazing because, I mean, I, I remember I had single strand. Yeah. You know. And, tie a knot in that for me while you're standing right there. And I would take single strand and try to tie rigs, and, and I, I sucked at it. Yeah. Won't, won't be pull it tighter than that? Nope. No one do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't do it with hardwire, I promise you. Uh, yeah. 
That, that's amazing. It, yeah, and so it you is. just you just take your finger and, and run just it run back. it back through, and it, it just takes a kink out of it. And it's still got a little. I mean, <laughs> you, you must. It's out now. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I've taken that hook when it gets curly cute, yeah. and I'll stick it on my rod and go yeah. one time and go. Ah, it's got. It, it, that's it cool. gave me another inch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines because uh, Captain Chris Mullen is calling in, and then we're going to talk to Top Gun and Chris Ron Stevens. As well. Chris Stevens. Yeah, I don't know why he always calls him Chris Mullen. I don't know either. Yeah, Captain Chris. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Morning. <laughs> What's up? Uh, now, did you tell Chris your last name is Mullen? Yeah, th- he's done that the last two no. weeks. I'm like, here what? it is. No, here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to explain. No. Okay, this, okay, because okay. we've got a we've got a Chris Stevens and a Steve Mullen. Mullins. And so that messes okay. me up. Oh, oh good. Just don't uh, call but, me. You know, it's a transit. Yeah, property. no kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah, stupid. So How about that? Is that a better explanation? <laughs> what do you want? Glad you confessed. Out of me. Shut up, Scotty. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I love you too, love Chris. You too, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Y'all doing all? Yeah, right? I got. Uh, I, I got. I got some pictures from Mullethead this morning. He and uh, Finger Mullet are fishing the the uh, FL. Florida Lure Anglers, FLA, yeah, uh, over yeah. in Steve, Steve Hatchie. Hatchie. Yeah, yeah. Did you get those pictures, Chris? No, I haven't seen them yet. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen them. Good Are stroking them? Um, I, I have not. I have not seen a picture of a fish yet. Oh, hey, the okay. last time I, I was you. over there, the only thing that we stroked was a puffer fish. I ain't never caught so oh. many damn puffer fish on top waters. Really? And big old green ones. Oh my god! I've never. I must caught a dozen. I've never fished over there much, other than other than when we went. Uh, Cheap's head fish the other day and didn't didn't do very well with that. But we uh, <laughs> took, I took a little took the day off Thursday and went up to uh, to St. Simons and um, and went triple tail fishing. And uh, this is my like my third trip. Never caught a legal one before, but we ended up ended up catching five. Wow. Um, yeah, we had two 19 inch fish. They got to be 18 up there to to be legal. We had two 19 inch fish, a 16 inch fish, and then two about 14. Uh, and, and, and th- throwing Cajun thunders. Yep, Cajun Cajun thunders yep. with a live shrimp on bottom on the on the nice. for the bait. Um, had one. I, I'm big nice. The one I ended up uh, being able to keep. I, I pitched it to him, pitched it past him, reeled it back to him, and as the cork goes by, I seen him whirl on the cork. He he come up and drilled the cork, hit the cork so hard yep. it knocked my shrimp off. So had to rebate and, and pitch back to him. Ended up catching him. Um, but that was, yeah. it was, it was a fun trip. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've actually seen them before and, and I tell people this because they like to, they like to lay, lay sideways, sideways, you know, yeah. under plastic bags or whatever. I've had them come and lay sideways underneath the cork, yeah. you know, and, 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 and I'm like, just leave it. Eventually he's going to look down there and go, Oh, Oh, yeah. there's a, there's a live shrimp down there. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, uh, and, and, and you, if you, if you can't, if you don't throw past them, if you land anywhere close to them, I don't know if they see that shadow coming, but they will get out of dodge. I don't know if it's from uh, from uh, birds preying on them or what it is. No, they absolutely. They like That's, that. I always tell people pay, throw, throw way past it and just ease it, you know, it, it, in front of him and let him swim to it. You don't yep. you don't want to pull it all the way up to him. Yeah, yep. I was waiting yep. for some of this grass to cut here. Yeah. Like we did uh, what, four or five years ago, I think Captain Zach Timmons and myself. It was incredible. Those big grass mats got within yep. two miles or so of the beach. There was a ton. Oh, my gosh. Those. It was so much fun. Yep. Yep. Was it? Well, they showed up down, down here? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we had we probably seen 15, 18 fish Thursday. That's uh, good. A lot of small fish, you know, a lot of lot of you know two and a half pounders, but they're fun to catch too, you know. Um, sure. And and we we only like caught a couple of those. Um, if they didn't look big enough, we didn't really harass them. Harass them. Um, just try to cast the bigger fish that we could see. Yeah. Um, I mean, sight it casting to anything is fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. It is. Yep. Yeah, it was a blast. And sharks. Oh my yep. gosh, sharks! And there was there there was pogies up there outside the inlet. I don't uh, doubt that. Yeah. Man, it's, I hope that they all stick around. Yeah, me too. So, me all right, buddy, too. we got to take a break. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Hey, we love you, Chris Stevens. Bye, <laughs> thank, thank you, uh, Captain Mullen. Uh, we come back. Uh, we'll talk to Top Gun. We'll talk to Ron. We'll talk to you. 904-641-1010. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. So during the, uh, the last segment, I was uh-huh. texting with uh, the one who is – the boss man, okay, or should I say the boss lady? Oh, I thought you were talking the about the old me. school kingfish shootout. Well, you know, I mean, we get Paul Dozier on the show, and he talks about the you know the old school kingfish shootout, mm. and he acts like he you know works hard and does all the work. You know, I'm so and, tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, you, you know where he is right now? He's probably down there in the Bahamas fishing with Matt Bridgewater. Okay. Sure, yeah. yeah that, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Lauren, uh, she texts me and says, "Hey, look, you know, we'd love to get Paul in in the studio, and, but uh, and she wanted to make sure that everybody got the reminder because Lauren is okay is yep. the business behind the business. Yeah, she's okay. the organizer. Yeah, correctly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, folks, if you haven't registered yet for the best kingfish tournament in our area, it's the Daily's Old School Kingfish Shootout presented by Yellowfin, and it's coming up on June 10th. And uh, so, hey, make sure you get in and get signed up. You save a little bit of money by signing up now. And uh, and just I'm telling you, you guys know, is that not the best Kingfish tournament that yes. there is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the rules. Great rules. Yep. I like the rules. You Great know, I think, rules. I think it's Bernardina to Daytona, three miles. That's in, it. I mean, everybody has to fish the same waters. And, and, and Jeff, just look at, and we've had every winner on this show. Since he started, and not one of them was a professional fisherman. Nope. <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, which is which is great. Remember, remember the one guy fishing out of it was a. Um, it was in a skiff. It was in a skiff. Some with kind his of wife, skiff. His wife was getting never, married. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's a different one. The, different. Uh, one. I'm no, talking no, no. about the, the, this guy was fishing like in the southeast hole with his wife, who had never been king fishing before, and they just went out to have fun. They caught a forty pounder yeah. and won. It was like eighteen foot sunskiff. Yeah, or something that's right. Like yeah, that. it was. Yeah, that's, yeah. Exactly. that's what you do it for. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. hey, by the way, if you're interested in a skiff, <laughs> there you okay, go. Uh, great lead in there, Scotty. You're okay. welcome. Uh, right here. Glad to help. At Whalen Bay Marine, it's the spring and the summer sales event. That's where we're broadcasting from down here in St. Augustine, and it's on State Road 207. It is. Yes. That's correct. Okay, and uh, they've got all kinds of savings. You can save up to $2,800 because they've got this event going on to where there's packages with Carolina Skiff and Sea Chasers powered by Suzuki, and this is going on uh, now through, I think, July, but uh, don't wait because they're not going to last long. But you can save up to $2,800. So come on by and check yep. it out. They've got uh, the JLSs, the LSs, the Ultras, uh, the LXs, 
all of them in the categories it, it looks like are the, the, the weather today is going to be perfect for a boat sale. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? <laughs> hey, you know what's so cool, though? Today I pulled in here. Mm-hmm. Normally I don't see a lot of people when I pull in because they scatter. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I usually pull in, I pull in with a boat. Uh-huh. And I actually got, hello, Scotty, hey, Cap, you uh, know, yeah. all this. It's oh. usually... You know, like BJ's hiding behind the barrels out back. Isn't that you know, nice? You know, Chad's up on the roof. You know, it's like, is there anybody here? Can I get some help? <laughs> All right, so um, let's go to the phone lines, yep. and then after we get a couple of these phone calls in, I got to tell you about a, a pig track, pig trap setup story that I have. Okay. Okay. I, set I like up it. Pig trap uh, this week. All right, uh, let's go talk to Top Gun this morning. What's going you on? You are back. Hey, Captain Scotty. Hello, sir. How, How are you? Doing? you? I'm good. Great to hear I'm your good. voice. I have a question. In the history of the outdoor show, I'm, I'm 25 years, is that right? Yeah, we're uh, 26, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. It's all is a blur the, now. Was that the longest gear tip ever? <laughs> yes, absolutely it was. No, I, no, I no question. I forgot what you were talking about. Well, I was t- tying your rigs now, and then we went into seven-strand versus wire, and so we we gave a little bit of uh, history. A tutorial. Yeah, yeah, a little man, history. Man, man. Hey, I got a uh, Top Gun farewell salute to Mr. Gordon Lightfoot, a yes. nice yep. singer-songwriter yep. 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 in the 70s. He had several... Five or six pretty good songs, but only one made it to number one. What was that song? Mm. Um, God, I can picture it, too. Let me think. As you Google. Google. Uh, don't don't Google. Don't come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't Google. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I, know, I, I don't know. I have yeah. a guess. Go ahead. Okay. I have a guess. Well, well, the first... I'll, I'll tell you my my favorite song. I what? got a couple of them. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald yep. 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 is one of my favorites. Absolutely. And it, it, it's probably Sundown. Right. Yeah. That's... Just because that was more of a popular song. That, that, that's a great song. That's great my song. guess. Yeah. 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 Correct the moon. There go. you go. Come on now. Come on. Very yep. good. And... and Chris, can you mm-hmm. play us a little bit of that, maybe? Uh, but, let me find uh, it. Th- yeah. Those two songs, though, the wreck, of, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and Sundown, and, and for those newbies, okay, the younger folks that are going, who is Gordon Lightfoot? There are certain songs and certain music that's timeless and will always be timeless. So there's a line in Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald that, that, that always haunts me, and, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and I've been in this situation before, and it's, does anyone know where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes, minutes to hours? Hour. And, and and when you're in yep. that situation, and I've been in that situation, yep. it's that that's it, it's spot on. And here's a question that I would have. God, I just got you chills have, on that one. Yeah, you have to have an experienced fisherman, somebody that spent time on the sea to write those lyrics. Yes, absolutely. Yes. There's no question about who, that. Who wrote that song? I would imagine it had to be somebody that was a, a commercial fisherman. It had to be a sword fisherman or somebody that spent. That spent I mean, that are in right. that or or a freight, you know, a freight captain. I mean, somebody that's right. been in a hundred foot seas day in and day out. That, right. You know, yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I would think that was, it's not going to be a normal person. He was pretty good. Had some pretty good yeah. lyrics. 
Um, so I'm why, why do you bring me. him up? He passed away this week. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he passed oh, away. Geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm watching the Nat Geo channel, and I got on this show about uh, Eskimo life. And uh, it's show. It's what? Yes. Go ahead. Hey, Go by, ahead. by the way, real quick, let me interrupt. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Gordon Lightfoot wrote that song. How about that? Himself. Really? Yep. I thought he, he said, wrote it all says the here. Songs. He well, I mean, uh, who knows? But it says here, the, according to Wikipedia, says uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, 1976 hit song written, composed, and performed by Canadian singer-songwriter. Gordon Lightfoot to commemorate the sinking of the bulk carrier SS Edmund Fitzgerald on Lake Superior on November 10, 1975. He drew his inspiration from a Newsweek's article on the event. Oh, he wow. knew he knew something. Yeah, there had to be there had to be people he, on that people right. uh, cousins or something that he considered that this song to be his finest work. How about I would that? And that line that you're talking about. Yep. Makes I think it ring true because that line right there. If anybody that spent any time on the sea, yep. that line is spot on. Spot on, bro. Cool. I still get chills. Yep. yep. Stop. Yeah. Moving on. There you go. There, there you is. go. I'm here in the background. And Bob Dylan, <laughs> Bob Dylan, for whatever it's worth, said that uh, he never wrote a bad song. That makes sense. Now, yeah. you consider this folk, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, total folk, folk singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm watching he, how old was he? 84. 84? Yep. Yeah, he was born in 1938, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 84 years old. Interesting. I'm watching this, this Eskimo show. And yeah. um, this, you know, guy's in his, like, one-bedroom house. They all got, like, a one-bedroom house. And um, he's got about six kids. They've all got five or six kids. I guess they don't have anything to do. But anyway, he's getting the kids all dressed. And he says, now make sure you bundle up because we're going fishing. And by the time we get through, it's going to be 75 below. What the what? (laughs) Who's going fishing in that? And then they go to to another... They go to another house, and a guy's sitting there in a chair with a bucket between his legs, and he's reaching down in the bucket and pulling out sea urchins and cutting them with some kind of knife and sucking the guts out of them. And every once in a while, he reaches over on the table and grabs, grabs a piece of bread, and he says, they're real good with bread. Yeah, right. I'll bet if that guy came showed up in Jacksonville, and you took him to Angie's Subs and got him a sub and some fries, and you're sitting out on the deck. It's about 80 degrees, nice sea breeze. I bet when you got through and you said, uh, when do you have to go back to Alaska? I bet you $50 he'd say, I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm with you. When you think? No, uh, yeah. I'm thinking Angie. Angie Sub should do a sea urchin sub. That's perfect. No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll call it the Top Ed Gun. Go. I don't think Ed will go for that. Anyway, this country boy and his country girlfriend. Oh. Um, he he's like got the worst breath that you can imagine. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's got. Oh. 
she's got she's the world. Well, oh, okay. dear. She That's does. even worse. Okay. That you can imagine. And he's got the worst foot odor oh. that you can imagine. So they're oh, sitting no. on the they're sitting on the couch and they're eating. Has she been sucking on his toes? And she's she's Parker. sitting there. Stop running my joke. So he's sitting there he's sitting there on the end of the couch, barefooted, and she's sitting on the other end of the couch and she says I can't stand it anymore. I have to tell you something. He said, I know, I know. You don't have to say anything else. You ate my socks, right? LTS, baby! Yeah, that was not, that one needs to be deleted. Not a great, not a, not a great one. Well, but to be fair, to be fair. Wait, 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 Chris, he's been absent for two weeks. Yeah. And that's when he comes back. Well, but I I figured he would be like, we short circuited a little bit. Yeah, we because yeah, we could see uh, where it was coming, so we kind of blew it up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He 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 kept prolonging the the Gordon Lightfoot thing, so I knew that. Uh, the so I, I, he should have finished off with if if I hadn't have said the line, he should have said, "You should stop sucking my toes." Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's anyway. Right. Anyway, uh, just moving on. Yeah, anyways, please. All right, <laughs> please uh, let's, let's get Ron. Yeah. Let's get Ron in before we take a break. Good morning, Ron. Hey, morning, guys. Uh, morning. Kind of tough act to follow <laughs> Indeed. there. Indeed. <laughs> well, not today, Not Ron. today. Not today, yeah, You're, good. you're, you're good an all-star today. today. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll try to try to follow him. But uh, going out with you, Captain Kevin, in a couple of weeks and wanted to get uh, a couple of things, an uh, update on the seaweed situation, if it's here and is it affecting uh, the fishing, number one. And number two, I was curious as – to uh if the kobe are running yet and then um i'll slip one in and uh go off the air and uh, listen listen to you guys response what did the uh, that- what did the doe say when she stumbled out of the woods into the clearing when the doe stumbled out of the woods into the clearing what did she say yeah i'll never what do the that what what <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never do that for two bucks again. That's way better than Top Gun. G1. Way better. Ron. Nice. Bravo. Way to go, Ron. You made the day because Top Gun let us down. Good deal. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Ron. That, uh, was, okay. that was way better than Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was good. Answer your question, uh, Ron. The seaweed seemed to be bad two weeks ago. Um, and... Haven't uh, fished offshore Wednesday and yesterday. Haven't seen any sign of of, of any seaweed. And then are the kobe still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 still oh, yeah. they're still kobe There's around. Some nice fish caught earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and as a matter of fact, you have to, you and I got sent a picture by Captain Kirk, and you're like, what is that? And I, immediately I was like, the kobe fleet. Yeah. And there hasn't been anybody fishing on the beach in weeks. You know, there's I'm, been people looking. Yeah, there's been if they could get out. If they could get out. Yeah, I mean, I saw wind's been turned. I saw people looking on Wednesday, and Scott will tell you right now, there ain't no way you see a rail. It was blowing northwest at thirty. Yeah, you know, I mean, incredible. It it, it was blowing. So you would have to be really lucky. You would have had to be really lucky. Yeah, you know. um, But but yeah, there's there's definitely still Kobe around. When Kirk sent the picture, I was thinking that somebody was fishing the bait pods, maybe for big reds, because. 
the amount of pelicans that I had seen diving yes. was like, holy cow, look at that. There, and there was, and I texted you and yep. Kirk uh, early in the morning this week, and uh, there was a, a group, I guess, or a flock of pelicans, and 14 of them, and they were just, they are. That's so cool. That's the greatest sight. That's the greatest sight. When you round that North Jetty and you go, this could be a really good day. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the bait's been impressive this year. And it, and it's, big it's, it, it's been here since what end of February, mm-hmm. um, so let's just hope for summertime that it sticks around. All you right, well let let's take a break, uh, folks. Uh, don't forget we are live at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine. They've got a spring and a summer sales event. You could save up to twenty eight hundred dollars on some packages with the Carolina Skiff Sea Chaser that are rigged with the Suzuki outboards. And so uh, if you've got an interest in a JLS or an LS or a Ultra or an LX. I mean, they've got all kinds of packages here, as well as don't forget about the ATVs that they have here that in the uh, 90 all the way up to 600 range side-by-sides and the 800cc range and the all-electric vehicles right here at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine. And we'll be down here until 10 o'clock, but this sale is going on all day long and for the next foreseeable few weeks. So if you'd like to take advantage, just uh, come on down. But you can come on down and hang out with us if you'd like. If you'd like to join us over the phone line, 904-641-1010. The ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well-seasoned Timeless. Yep, Absolutely it timeless. is. I mean, it really is. It is. Uh, folks, uh, Gordon Lightfoot, Sundown. Yep. Great song. Uh, we actually had somebody ask if that was that song was about John Belushi, but this was before yeah. John Belushi. Yeah, absolutely. A um, couple other things. Uh, we had a couple people chime in. Uh, w. Letty let us know that there are there is a tournament down there out of Volano today. It's a Florida Redfish Series tournament today. And, and I also have and, a mahi tournament yeah, and, out and, there. And my neighbor Jimmy um, texted me and said, "There's a mahi tournament, also." Um, so was was where's the mahi tournament out of? Kaminskov. And and then next week starts, which we broadcast on CBS Sports, is our Northeast Florida um, Blue Water tournament starts next the ninth through the thirteenth. Okay. Okay. Well, and, and the reason that, that I found it very odd yesterday is that. Boat ramps packed. I right. Mean, and I mean packed. And we went offshore. There's nobody out there. I'm like, a lot what? of people pre-fishing. No, it was way out that way. Redfish tournament series, maybe? I, I, yeah. It's yeah half there were a lot of triple axle trailers. Yeah, no, right, 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 right. Out of break. Hey, uh, just a couple other notes here. Um, David Piper chimed in on the salt away or the salt terminator. Yes. He said that uh, let's not forget about trailers and trailer brakes. Oh, yeah. And what it can do to help save yep. the mm-hmm. life of a trailer. Of course, uh, flushing the motor. So, uh, thank you, David. That's uh, a great tip as well. And let's see, Robbie uh, says that uh, New Hagen Ace, as of Thursday, looks like they're about ready to pave the parking lot in Callahan. Callahan, yep. nice. And that place, have you guys seen that? No, yeah, it's huge. I know. Huge. huge. Yeah. I just saw the aerials of huge. it, but it's huge. And uh, can't wait. Yep. Uh, they, I think with they June? got a 
They got a soft opening. It's on my birthday weekend. I mean, really? <laughs> so we'll just have your cake there. What's your problem? Exactly. Yeah, right. I need birthday gifts from Hagen. That's okay. what I'm saying. That's the yes. perfect time, soft opening. Yes. You take everybody around individually. Say, that's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. What are you buying me? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got to. Seriously. I mean, you guys are looking at me. How about this shirt? You see that shirt I'm wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Marshware? Marshware. Yeah. I got this from Hagen. Okay. And Mandarin. Uh-huh. Shirt is sweet. Marshware. It feels good. It's super. That's Real super lightweight. light. Yeah. Yeah. Fabric. Airy. Airy. Yeah. Real nice. Airy. Long airy. sleeve. Is that a word? I don't yeah. know. It's mine. Yeah. It's Long so sleeve, yeah. airy. I like it. I like it. sweet. It's so airy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was talking about uh, pigs. Yes. I'm going to hear this story. Got pigs. Uh-oh. Okay, and, and have had them for a while, and I've kind of ignored them. But you can't ignore them. You know, and I'm kind of waiting. You know, you expect a lot of the neighbors to shoot them during hunting season, and and for whatever reason, after hunting season this year, they've stuck around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not feeding them. So, I mean, I don't know why they're sticking around, but they're sticking around. So now it's a problem. Now they need to go. Are they in your food plots? Uh, not yet. Okay. They're, but they're close enough. Right. Um, they were in one of them, but they didn't tear it up. Okay. So, a couple of years ago, I bought a pig brig. Okay, yep. a pig brig is a trapping system that is—it's pretty neat. It's a net system and allows the pigs to—you to, condition them to get them used to going under the net when it's in the up position. And folks, if you want to check this out, some cool videos go to pigbrig.com. And and so you condition the pigs to go in, put a camera on it, and then once you have learned that the pigs are now coming in and out to eat the bait. Now you drop the net down. And Gordon can talk at length of this because he actually bought it before I did. Yep. And he's used it and caught a bunch of pigs. And so you put the trap down, and they can go under the net, and then they get trapped. And then you come there in the morning, and then you take them out. And it's a, it's a cool system. And it's a, a very relatively inexpensive system compared to the, the gate-dropping remote thingies yeah. Yeah. and all that. And so when you buy this system, it's a net, and it gives you a net. It gives you some, like, ratchet-type straps, some ground anchors, but you have to supply the T-posts. T-posts are fence posts, yep. metal fence posts. Yep. Well, how do you put in T-posts? You use a T-post driver, which is the old manual way. You put whack, it on top, whack. you lift it up, slam it down. Done lift it. it up, slam it Numerous down. Numerous times. And yep. you love it, right? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, because how, how tall are those T-posts? Um, for this pig brig system, we're using seven-foot T-posts. So you got to go up over the top of that. Correct. And, and have your uh, – yeah, that's um, – that's, Very uncomfortable. That, very uncomfortable, yeah. So it, it, the best way to do it is if you were like standing on a bed of a pickup or something to help to where you're not having your arms over your head. Right. So the best thing you could have is Schulte. Well, you have somebody that can do it. (laughs) So I was talking to Gerald, and me and Gerald were going to put this up. Mm -hmm. And Gerald said, let me make a phone call. And I said, what are you making a phone call for? And he said, trust me, you'll be happy that I'm making this phone call. So he calls a friend of ours, Ronnie. And I had told Ronnie about this pig brick system. So he bought one. He's got it on his place. He's been using it, and he loves it. I mean, he's wiping, you know, he's taking care of the hogs. First time, though, that Ronnie set up. His pig brig, having to set 10 T-posts manually with a T-post driver, Ronnie owns an equipment rental business. Ronnie made the phone call, I believe, to his son-in-law and said, hey, 
get me one of those gas-powered T-post drivers. So Titan, which is a company, uh-huh. makes these T-post drivers. And it's a little mini four-stroke motor, and it has this tube that you put over the top of the T-post, start the motor up, put it over the top of the post, put it where you want to, squeeze the trigger like a chainsaw, and it just goes in. That's that fast. Awesome. I didn't even know they made that. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the most incredible life-saving device. Yeah. Wow. Or should I say time-saving slash yeah. shoulder major pain yeah. device-saving yeah. device that, that has ever been. It's, made again, made by Titan. And they have a couple different models. They have, you know, like your baseline one, which I think is like 800 bucks, And then you can buy the one that's a little bit more advanced. And that one is probably, I think, in the range of 1200 bucks, maybe 1300 bucks. But literally, we set 10 T-posts in five minutes. Wow. Well, the, you, you, you've been down my driveway in, in Georgia, the end of my driveway. You know, probably yours, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Clay Road. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I put in the, yeah. the fence. It's, it, it was damn near impossible with, with, the, with the manual driver. Carrie and I literally, I mean, I, even she had to take turns because it was like you, you hit it and it go like an inch. inch. And, and like, you're trying oh, to go 24 inches. You're trying try to go 24 inches, and I got eight on each side. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be here. And it, it, it about killed us. Or hitting that, hitting that hard rock or whatever, like oh, hitting the hitting stump. A yeah. bat or, hit, or like hitting a baseball on a bat, like right at the handle. You know, it's terrible. I can't believe they make that thing. unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it literally, it, it's, it's got uh, – uh, it's got so it's got two handles and – they're in a vertical fashion, so when you put it over the post, your right hand has the trigger, okay, that, and it's a little four-stroke. It's quiet. Yeah. It's not as loud as you would think, even though it's pounding the T-stake. Right. And if you're a short fella, okay, then like Mr. Scotty Shank here, <laughs> it has a – I'm not trying to be funny. They make no, an ex- I'm not. They make an extension for it so that okay. you don't have to have your arm so high. Or if you're a normal guy – and you don't want to have your arms way up over your head or don't want to stay on the bit of a pickup, you just buy this extension system, and it goes over the top of the T-post, and you just pull the trigger. That's cheating. So yeah. all you got to do is, folks, if you're curious about this thing, it's called the Titan T-Post Driver. Just Google search that, and you'll look at it, and it's like, it's amazing. Okay. But 10, 10 posts, bam, done. And so got the pig trap set up. We're conditioning them. And, do you have uh, any cameras set up? Cameras going on right now. Okay. Do you, uh, a cell phone camera? Yeah, cell phone camera, and uh, then once we get them used to going in, yep, then it's we're gonna drop the net, and that will essentially engage the trap. Yep, and then the next morning we'll be there hopefully with lots of pigs in there. Mm-hmm. And I was told from Gordon, he said I can tell you, and he told me this, and I started thinking about it because the first question that I had, okay, once you get the pigs in the trap, now what? I mean, obviously you're gonna whack them right but how do you do that because your system is a net yeah you don't want to shoot through the net and then tear your net right right so you got to get near the edge to where maybe you can shoot up and over the net so that means you got to get close to the net pickup truck with five angry pigs yeah in this net right gordon told me he said you're gonna pucker up and he said but make sure you have a large magazine or lots of bullets, guns ready to go. Yeah, and so you they're can trying to get out of quick, there. Yes, well, I've seen the video, and dude, they—it's so funny because, like he's saying, the net kind of swings down in the bottom, so they don't realize. 
They can't get back out. They know how to dig under, but they can't dig they back out. We'll say. Right. And there, I mean, there is video of like 300 pounders at full board just coming at that net yeah. and rolling Bounce them backward. Yeah. And literally, I mean, it's pretty cool video yeah. when you watch it. It's it's. it's it's, it's pretty it's cool. It's cool, and if people ever want to, again, two cool videos to see. This T-Post driver, which is amazing. Yep. So if, if you're in the business or you need to put uh, T-Post stakes down on the ground, you would need to get a hold of this Titan T-Post driver. And then some of the videos on this pig brake system are ridiculously mm-hmm. cool. So I'm so hoping. So you have to, you, when, when you say you, you bait it up. Yes. Okay. And let's just say there's 20 pigs. I'm just taking a number, okay? So the first day, two of them go in. Right. Okay? You're trying to get the whole. Yes. You, want, you want the whole group. The whole group. The sound or, the sound, or right, whatever what, they call it. Right, right, right. You want them all to go in. And they, they say once they're all going in, they say five pounds per pig of corn. And then that draws it. That'll draw them all okay, in there okay. because you don't want if you got 15 of them, let's say, and you only put up put out enough corn for eight of them. Right. You don't want eight of them going in, and then they're, they're like, "Oh my because God, if, there's no more corn." Right. If two of them don't go in, then you still got a problem. You got it. You got you got yeah. a problem because they're going to multiply. Yeah, they're going to multiply. Right. right. And, and how many are you trying to eradicate? I don't know exactly how many I have. Right. Really. I, I'm thinking based on the sign. 10 to 12. Okay. And it, it, quite a few little ones. Right. And and, so got to get rid of that. But it's cool. It's removable. So, like yeah. you said, I mean, right. even if you only get five or six. Well, here, can... here's the beauty of the system. How much does it cost to buy a T-post? It's not that expensive, right? No. And so what they say is that, okay, you set your 10 T-posts, you set your system, and then let's say you've got some other pigs. You Because a lot of times pigs get educated on the same spot. Mm-hmm. They don't sometimes People get educated just... – on the, on the system itself, but people, on the spot. People don't realize how smart pigs are. Very they smart. are, 100%. Smarter than dogs. Uh, 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 smarter than dogs. 100%. Uh, what, because if you don't catch them that first time, they ain't going back nope. in there. Yeah, what, no. they, what, I was, what was recommended to me was that when you buy the pig brig system, buy two complete sets of T-posts and then of anchor stakes so you can have two setups and then you can just move the net from, from A to B. Right, okay. So you're rotating the net. Right. And then uh, continuing to have the net itself uh, operating and, and rolling. So pretty neat. Anyway, um, I'll have some pictures up on our Facebook and Instagram page of the net setup. And hopefully here in the next week, going to have some pictures of some dead pigs. Yeah. Did, did, <laughs> some um, barbecue. And, and I, and I have, piggy, I, I, piggy, I've piggy, been, piggy. I've been, I've been crazy busy Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with uh, multi-book charters and charters this and the other. I sent in you guys the the pictures of my worm trees producing the show. Did we put those on Facebook yet? Uh, not yet. Okay, they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. Catopla trees. All awesome. right, let's take a break, and uh, we come back. We're going to do a ring power cat tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Time now for the ring power cat tip of the week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the most dependable, youngest fleet in the industry, which helps your bottom line and also your schedule. If you'd like to learn more, go to ringpower.com, and you will find a piece of equipment for all of your needs. This week's tip, we are live at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine, right on State Road 207, where they have the Spring and the Summer Sales event, big savings on a lot of different things, including up to $2,800 
on a Carolina Skiff Sea Chaser combined with a Suzuki outboard. They also have the Tahoe boats where you can save on a T-18. You can save $4,000 or a T-16 up to $3,000. So there is uh, plenty of savings. And then the Sea Chaser, which is right along the same lines and the same company as Carolina Skiff, you can save up to $1,100 on an LX series and up to $1,400 on an HFC series. Those are nice, really nice bay boats. Yeah, absolutely. And, and can, I, can I add to the ring power tip? Yeah. All right, so because Whalen Bay is also the distributor for the Cox Marine diesel outboard, and we are having a demo day on May the 19th, the afternoon of May the 19th. And if you were interested in seeing the Valentino powered by the Cox diesel outboard, uh, go to coxmarineoutboards.com, and you can you can uh, book for that day because uh, obviously they need to know how many people are coming. Right. But it's um it's gonna be fun. They're gonna very do, impressive uh, engine. Yes, yeah, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's seen it. And, uh, effortless. It, effortless. It's uh, it's really it's, is. It's, it's pre- pretty damn cool. I, I have had more people take more videos and pictures. Of that boat and motor than anything I've ever been on. I mean, it's it's uh, quite, pretty quite cool remarkable. too. That uh, like zero emissions. Yeah, zero emissions. Which I mean, diesel. Yeah. What? what? Yeah, yeah, zero emissions. I, I, it's amazing. Anyway, that's your ring yep. power cat tip of the week. And if you'd like to to learn more, come on down here because uh, they can tell you exactly what the deals are going on down here. Cool thing is too is that uh, after the show. They've got the all-electric vehicles, which I'm going to be checking out. You should. And uh, I don't need a side-by-side. I got one of them. They've got plenty of them here, and they've got ATVs. But uh, the electric vehicle, golf carts, man, I, that's yeah. You've that's, always been mm-hmm. a big proponent. I'm just telling you. Of electric um, golf carts. The amount of deer that you can see if when you get to hunting season that you make it kind of an all-electric rule, it's dramatic. Yeah. Dramatic. I, I don't doubt that. How about the e-bikes? Are you a big fan of them? Yeah, as long as you got hard ground to ride them on. That's the problem. You which know, you but, don't. Which you don't. But if you're gonna, if you have, well, we have hard ground on, on the roads, you know. But if you get off the road a little bit and you hit a soft sandy spot on the road, you, know, you can have, you can hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, just like riding a a bike going down the beach, you hit a soft spot right. in the sand. Yeah. No, I get, I, and, I get and, it. Yeah. You, know, you go you're, tumbling yeah. over the handlebars. Right. You know, ask, ask Gordon. <laughs> I get it. Gordon had a little accident that way. Yeah. Really. Uh huh. You know, Scott. To answer your question, I have not seen one at, at, at around me up at the property. Nobody, I just wanted, I just watched hunting shows and course, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, you know, you, and well, here's the thing: the the quiet cat, right? For years, was kind of like the the standard for off road bicycling hunters, right? right? Right. And they were like five grand, six grand. Yeah. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. Wait a minute. I could buy an ATV, a used I mean, one, a good one. But, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but now there's so many different electric bike options. The prices have come down. You can get an electric bike now for, you know, 1500 bucks. Right. I mean, Hagen's got them. Yeah, Hagen's got them. But, uh, the, the, I mean, that's made it, I think, more advantageous. I mean, there's a lot of places and for people that hunt, quote, unquote, public ground. Correct. Where you can't have a vehicle to access maybe this giant piece of land. Yeah. And so that's turned into a great option for a lot of people. Well, you know, Craig Arnold, uh, who he hunted does with it. me, yeah, he, yeah. He, he 
he hunts uh, public ground in New York State. Um, it, but but one thing he will tell you is you have to check the regs because right. it can that's o- considered a motorized vehicle right. in some places. Right, exactly. Because exactly. they yep. use like a lot. I mean, the hunters I've watched, like in Wyoming, where they got to go down those big draws and you up know, the you mountains. Know, you and know, all dr- that kind you know, of stuff. drives me crazy though. Yeah, no. you, you, you see young kids out today that are driving electric bikes. Yeah, and I'm and I'm, and I'm not <laughs> mad at the kids. Right. No, you're mad at I'm the parents. Like, like, what are you doing buying your kid an electric? But just let him pedal. Right, yeah. absolutely. Did we not pedal? Oh Whatever happened God. to the Schwinn? You know? No, Come on now. It's, it's, it's electric now, too. No, no I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I, I was kind of laughing because of my, my in-laws. Wasn't it the greatest thing to get a new bike? Every Christmas, or oh, every couple best. Christmas. Uh, wasn't it? I the mean, best. seriously. It was, I mean, because as you got older, you needed a bigger yep. bike. And There was two yeah. things that were pretty amazing, and we're going to go to the phone lines here and just say is that uh, when you used to get a new bike, but then the second coolest thing was when you built your own bike. Ooh, I never did that. I, I never always did that. built my own bikes. Really? Oh, yeah. Parts from here and there, and, and we would do uh, fork extensions, so we had, like, choppers. <laughs> I mean, dude, we It we was cool, it though. It's like a rite of passage, you know? Yeah. So one year you get your bike or whatever, then the next year you get a 22 or, yeah, that's right. you know, you'd upgrade then to yeah. a shot or whatever, yeah. you know, as you go. It's kind of a rite of passage Absolutely. as you were growing up. All right, Captain Steve Mullen. Oh. Okay. Oh. Chris the real Captain right? Steve Mullen oh. is holding, so okay. let's uh, let's okay. go talk to him. Good morning, Captain Captain Steve. Morning, boys. Good to hear you. What's happening? If I tell you what, how you been? First night, I hate him for the uh, the street. <laughs> I think they have a good place. Oh, the electric bikes in the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I love them for the I love them for the outdoor purpose, but on the street, we need to get some rules. Uh, they're a little well, agreed. Uh, agreed. Steve is former JSO, and yep. and Steve, I mean, you, you're seeing what I'm seeing. You see a kid going down a sidewalk, running, rolling at 20 miles an hour, yeah. and crossing a street, not looking not any looking, which thinks way. He owns the. No, he's, he's looking, on the road. You know, he's looking at his phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was a, I was a traffic sergeant for several years, and there's just nothing good that's going to come out of that. The kids don't need to go anywhere faster than they're getting to, and the and they just uh, you know they don't have the uh, the maturity to respect the traffic laws and the speed that they're doing it's gonna it's gonna be bad so hopefully we'll get some rules on that right now they're considered typically just regular bicycles but they're not regular bicycles we all see that and hopefully they'll get something yeah. in, in writing that can fix that but anyway i'm only calling in to uh, address the guy's triple tail issue earlier when he caught the uh he was catching tripped up in sight simons i think he said yeah yep yeah, yeah, and he had a big he had a big fish hit his bobber. So after many years of trying to catch triple tail, and you come across this big one, because you, you never really plan on it, it just happens. So yep. all of a sudden you got the shrimp on a Cajun Thunder, and you see a fifteen or twenty pound triple tail, and you throw it up there, and that triple tail doesn't care about your little pinky sized shrimp. He's going to eat that Cajun Thunder and that bobber. And I've had many bobbers hit like that. So what I did here's a, here's a good tip: take a mirror or a top dog. And take off the front hook, take off the back hook, put a single swinging hook, and uh, use that as your bobber. So you still have your shrimp. That's a great tip. Your, oh, be damn. Your, yeah. You still have your shrimp. He's going to eat it uh, then. <laughs> yeah. If he, if he decides he doesn't want that shrimp and he wants to eat your bobber, guess what? He just ate a beer with a yeah. hook. That bobber's got a hook. But I, but yeah. I, yeah. That's right. That's right. So I've had it That's a great tip. Golly. <laughs> I've missed a few big fish. So you'd have to have like a top dog or something that has 
that can put yeah. the, you know, you the one hook ring. in the middle yeah. and then have the leader to your shrimp tied off of the back of it. Mm-hmm. Enough buoyancy. Yeah. That's I, great I've actually idea. put a hook on a Cajun Thunder, but it didn't. It doesn't doesn't work right. I'm sorry, Steve, but that sounds like something you would do. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's yeah. too much time between you and Kirk on a yeah. bad morning, bad yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thank Steve you. Mullen uh, does, a, does a great job and a uh, super nice guy. You know, we've gotten some great pictures from him over he the years. He does. Of, of, of the, I mean, who would have thought of that? I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea. I mean, it's I because mean, I have some old. Um, we we all yeah. have a million top water plugs that, that could be used for hooks. exactly that. Yeah. Put a new hook on it. Yeah. Tie a leader to it. Put your shrimp on that, and then yeah. that that way, if he if he whacks the top water lure, then you got a back hook. Almost kind of you know the one thing that what do we do with tarpon on a bait pod? Same thing, right? What about what about th- what about throwing on a ray or on a ray? How many times though have you seen a tarpon try to eat the cork? I've seen it a instead lot. of a pogie. Yeah, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Could you do the same thing? Uh, absolutely, you could do the same thing. I'm just saying, and it ain't right? scary. You don't have six or eight hooks attached. That's to it. right. It's yeah, it's got one, one, one hook. single hook. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, if you can get it back, fine. If you can't, oh well, too. Okay. It's I I can promise you, wheels are turning. One of my one of yeah, one of my wheels are turning. We'll we'll have that on it because I have old. You, you know, walk in my garage. I got them all hanging up right yep. there. I mean, I can just take those hooks off, put that one in the middle. Yep. Huh. Thank you, Steve. That, yeah, because I mean, it's not that, and you can come right back with your leader, yep. not to the split ring, but to the yep. screw that goes into the rear of the plug. Yep. With a little sixteen-inch piece and, of leader, and, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming Chris Mullen was listening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Really? <laughs> All right. Uh, Get that one, Chris. <laughs> All right, we got uh, we got sailboat Chuck holding. So let's uh, let's go talk to Chuck this morning. Morning, Chuck. Morning, fellas. Let let me morning. Start morning. Saying, let let me start by saying that Top Gun needs a new joke book. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was absent for two he, weeks. Yeah. Well, he comes in with that today. Well, the good thing, Chuck, is is that Ron followed up and with made an up outstanding for it. Yes, he did. made up for it. Yes. I mean, I would kind of, if it was me, I'd ban Top Gun. But, for let's, next week, but let's also be clear that Top Gun hits okay. much more than he misses. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're not down we're on Top Gun by any means. No. no. Well, listen, my, my heads up this morning is. Today is the 60-odd year running or sailing of the mug race. That's a sailboat race from the Memorial Bridge in Palatka to Buckman and bills itself as the world's longest uh, inland sailboat race. And yeah, how, how cool is that? They got some wind today, too. <laughs> yeah, they got a little wind. Anyway... There are uh, various classes, and so there are all sizes and colors of sails. They launched at 8 this morning, and they end up there at the Rudder Club at Buckman. And so anybody that's in that area, it's a spectacular view. Uh, anywhere along State Road 13 is a good viewing spot, and you can watch them just make their way upriver and, it's really a sight if you, if you haven't seen that before. 
Approximately how many boats do you think are in it? Well, there have been as many as 400. I, I don't know what the count Ooh. is today, but I left right. this morning and they were all lining up. They launch them one class at a time and uh, everything <laughs> from Hobie Cats to Big Boats. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm reading up on it now. I, I went to the website. Uh, or a website at uh, regattanetwork.com, and they're talking about this 69th annual mug race, which is happening over this weekend. And they say in here that uh, so from it's hosted by the Rudder Club of Jacksonville and the Plaque Yacht Club. The Rudder Club is the event organizing authority. It's a 38-mile race one way. Wow. Down the St. John's River because i got a lot of people remember now. Down the St. John's River means downstream, which yes. is going north. Right. North. So it's That's going right. from Palaka to Orange Park. Yep. And uh, this is open to all sailboats with a mast height of 44 feet or less. Um, they have two separate starts using the same start line, one for multi-hulls, followed by one for the other boats. So I guess the catamarans right. and such go first, right, right, and then right. the, the monohulls go, go next. Um, right. So that's pretty neat. That's I got a question. How do they come up with mug? Why does it just say a sailboat race? I guess the winner, the winner gets a mug as a trophy. A, a fella in Palatka uh, started the race back in the late 50s, and uh, they've run it every year since. I, I, I can only think the mug is the trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably like some kind of beer stein or yeah, something. Yeah, somewhere, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, yeah, though. That's I bet you didn't know there was a yacht club in Palaka. Uh, yeah, I was going to that. Yeah, the Palaka Yacht Club is just kind of. <laughs> Throws me for one yeah, there, I yeah, can yeah, tell you. Not yeah. being mean, but it's more like a now, bass club, not a mean, yacht but, club. But, but that, that 20-foot John boat with a yeah. 50-horsepower Johnson bed sheet. on it. Yeah. <laughs> a bed sheet and a fishing pole. Yeah. Give me that cop cutter on. I need that thing for a minute. <laughs> just kidding, folks. A plaque. No, yeah, yeah, just having fun. I was down there yesterday, as a matter of fact, getting my uh, my sunglasses at uh, Plaque Vision Center with Dr. Fred Miles. Yes. Took him to lunch. Good. Yep. yep. And uh, and it's all the girls down there at the office. Thank you very much to all of them because they're awesome. And then uh, actually went by the Hagen Ace on East in East Plaque. East yep. Plaque afterwards. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Hey, uh, just a little story about Palaka. Uh, I grew up there, and the the kids in St. Augustine. St. Augustine was our biggest rival in sports, and uh-huh. hell, we we try to date their girls, and they try to date our girls, and so we called them mullet. And they always said that Palaka is a sound that horse crap makes when it hits the street. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that that was a big big rivalry, rivalry. man. Saint yeah. Augustine Palaka. Yeah, yeah, that oh, was yeah. yeah, that was that was that was oh, yeah. that was awesome. Been there. Yep. Anyway, Been to those that's games. my heads up, Man, thank you so much. <laughs> thank buddy. you, Chuck. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, right. yeah, that's a cool story and uh, great information. Thank you very much. <laughs> Palatka. Palatka. <laughs> I'm never gonna look at that <laughs> name again. No. Same. <laughs> It's what a horse does. It's like, okay, whatever. The sound of horse dookie hitting, yeah. the, hitting the, the ground. Yeah. Palaka. <laughs> I think I'd, I think I'd better be known as a mullet. A mullet. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with a mullet. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's classic. All right, <laughs> All right uh, let's take a break.
Hey, uh, folks, uh, if you need a new firearm or any kind of uh, ammunition, man, uh, Victor and the guys over at Wild West Guns and Gold on Lane Avenue, they're awesome. Awesome. I mean, I think every – I want a new varmint rifle. Oh, he, well, well, I, what would you I, get? A 17 millimeter? HR? Or no, you want 223. 223. Oh, you yeah, want that big of varmint? 223, okay. and uh, yeah, I got a recommendation for you. Victor can get it. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Uh, Victor, Wild West Guns and Gold right there on Lane Avenue. And, and as always, all of our sponsors advertise. You can go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, click on the menu, and click on the sponsors page. And then all of those are clickable links. Thank you to Mr. Chris Wayne for building our website yeah, it to its great. latest and greatest. Thank yes. you, Chris. Well, and if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And, uh, folks, we are live in St. Augustine at Whalen Bay Marine where they have just started their spring and the summer sales event. And you can save up to $2,800 on a Carolina Skiff, Sea Chase, or Suzuki combination. And uh, lots of boats to be able to choose from. And these are the JLS, the LS, the Ultras, and then in the Sea Chaser, the LX, HFC, HFC Blue Water. I mean, big savings all across the board. And then uh, don't forget also, which is, I didn't know this, but they have the, is it, what kind of best, uh, best, best pro, pro ATVs? Yep. Yep. Uh, starting in 90 cc's, going up to the 60 cc range. They've got side by sides, they've got the all electric. Vehicles with winch, okay, quiet and sporty. I got to check them out when we get off the air. So, looking and we're going to have food and drinks. So, you got a low country bowl and hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah, Sounds like uh, BJ was doing the jalapeno poppers. So, come on by, get some nice. food. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And we're, uh, we're right now trying to get BJ on, yep. who is, uh, he works He's at the here. guru. So, what do you mean, guru? <laughs> He's, BJ's the guy that, that, that Scott and I call. When it, you have it, a problem. Now, when you have a problem. Yeah. On the water. Yeah. My trolling motor won't come on. What do I do? Yep. Okay, my outboard's doing this. What yep. do I do? We, it, and you know what I had the other day is that um, on my Simrad, whenever you, you go to your waypoint, you have mm-hmm. different pages. and on, on Which the, they have, by the way, the complete right. line of Simrad yeah, if, products if you look here at, at Whalen Bay Marine. If you look at the top left. Okay. Okay, you see that Simrad? Yep. Okay, and then you see on the, the far right of that, you see the numbers on, on, on that Simrad. You can, you can, you can change, change all of those, to, like, to, to distance, to time, to waypoint. Well, I didn't know exactly how to set one of those up. I mean, on the phone, he's like, you got to go here, you got to go there. You, and I got the whole thing set up. So that's, that's BJ. And yeah. BJ set me up, too, which I think he did for you. We can pull different screens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I can have, uh, just with a touch of a button, I can real quick switch over to all my gauge apparatus on my machine. I can switch up to where GPS and bottom machine are, radar. And I mean, you can. Uh, did you, you find can, him? Huh? Did you find BJ? They, um, Dell was going out there to get him. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be in here. Yeah, the, uh, he doesn't want to spoil his jalapeno poppers. So that's I'm just right. Yeah, you, you just it it must be a famous. A lot of the technology is, is nowadays pretty simple. Yeah. But. When you start talking, like, like for example, I've had a Garmin GPS fish finder on yep. my boat, now my kayak, for uh-huh. many years. And once you've kind of been on one Garmin, you can yeah. kind of figure it yes. out. And so, but if I went from a Garmin to, let's say, a Simrad, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> he won't do it. No. 
<laughs> I figured he would. Yeah. He's too quiet. B- B- BJ's not. He's too quiet, soft-spoken dude. Yeah, he doesn't want to get on the air. No. Oh, shit. Come on, BJ. Come on, Chad. Put the hammer down. Yeah. Make, make him required yeah. to come on. That's right, exactly. Right. Yeah, you don't don't want to make DJ mad. Yeah, he's he's going to stay out there and cook. But if you have a problem, yeah, with anything, Waylon yep. Bay Marine, call Waylon Bay and say, hey, can I speak to BJ? BJ? And, and and then and then you know Corey, um, Cody, Cody, thank you, Cody. He wired my entire boat. Uh huh. Incredible on and, and, Minn Kota trolling motors too. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. I mean, it, my boat is. I mean, people open up a center console and they're like. Wow, that looks amazing, and, and uh, so yeah, they yeah. can they can do everything. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get Brian on the phone line. He wants to talk some offshore fishing. Good morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? What's going on? Oh, you know, I'm uh, watching the wind blow. Yeah, yeah. T- tell tell us about it. I mean, I I, I it's yesterday morning, Brian. I was so excited, and, and I, I'm telling you, on, on the Thursday night show, Scott and I talked about it. Scott's like, you got a little extra getting your step there. And I'm like, man, I'm going offshore tomorrow. It's going to be beautiful. Shoot. <laughs> you know, whenever whenever you get to the bait shop and the flags are sticking straight out, and you're like, that gum it. You know, I mean, it just it, it, it just won't quit blowing, Brian. Now, now, Brian, I can tell you that every morning the texting starts about 5.15, 5.30. Usually Leon starts it with me. Anyhow, I said, guys, I said, I got up this morning out there at 5, and my chimes are just clanking a little bit. I'm just letting you all know. And then, of course, you know, favor. Oh, you're just blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> no, I wasn't because he got out there and said, I'm sorry. I love you, man. Yep. I said, you got it, buddy. I did. I had to eat crow. <laughs> you know, we – we we were supposed to be fishing the Blue Water, the Amelia Island Blue Water tournament today, and had to yep. you know cancel, postpone it for the second time. So I, you know, we're gonna try and get it in, you know, because next Mother's Day weekend looks like Palatka, and uh, you know we're gonna go ahead and try and get it on Thursday. I think. No, I mean I I can't imagine trying to organize a tournament right now to go offshore mm-hmm. I, I mean brian i fished two days offshore in april two days mm-hmm. for the whole month Great. i mean that's just crazy you know and and and, and uh, i mean i pushed wednesday you put we all pushed Wednesday. Yeah, it we, was a great time, but yeah, yeah. There, my trolling motor lasted maybe three oh, hours. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mine, mine was. That's all I could yeah, get in. Yep, yeah. mine lasted exactly three hours. I was, you know, it was it was done after that. Um, and then and then Thursday, which seemed to be the prettiest day of the week. Um, golly, the people had they they had incredible days. Neighbor Joe caught a sailfish. Congratulations yep. to him. And then yesterday yeah. it blew, and then and then and then, I, you know, Jeff obviously drove down A one A this morning. He said it. It's ugly. Well, think about it. Thursday, Brian, we were talked on the uh, on the fishing forecast. You called Saturday was going to be a, a decent day to go. Yeah. They, Sunday, hey, yeah. we might have a little weather right. come in Sunday. Yep. I mean, you know, it. This came out of nowhere. Right. This came out of this high that sunk up. You know, up through the Mid Atlantic states and pushing this weather back down. It progressively got worse every single day. You know, we're we're looking at it every day so that we can, you know, make the decision, all right, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it just kept progressively getting worse. I mean, it blew up from two and a half foot at seven seconds to now that I think it's like five foot at four seconds. Oh, oof. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I'm, wow. Uh, I'm on my way over to uh, Captain Chris Mullen's house, and we're going to go uh, – 
dial in his electronics. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you too. That's funny, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you all, you all suck. Y'all suck. Every last one of you, you suck. Oh, I make a mistake, and that's it. And I get barbecued all morning long for it. <laughs> multiple mistakes. Multiple you probably mistakes. wouldn't have done yeah, it for one I, time. I, I let it go last week, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I let it go last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for but, saving but me the embarrassment, good. Kevin. Appreciate that. No more Gordon well, Lightfoot for week. you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the short Suck. jokes, I get them every time. Yeah, well, that's because you're short. Once. You're short all I the have. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Right. Yeah, thanks tell for Mullen's nothing, we Brian. Said, hey. uh, tell tell <laughs> Captain Chris Mullen we said hey. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's go talk to uh, Tim Carney. He's got a Mannery story. Oh. Morning, Tim. Hey, morning, guys. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> ride down the boat ramp. I guess it was Thursday afternoon, and uh, I see a catamaran was missing a motor. And uh, I ride on down to the boat ramp, and here's a 200-horse Honda laying in the boat ramp. And uh, I asked the guy, I said, damn, what happened, you know? And he's like, I don't know. We caught bogeys and went to fire up, and we're going to run 30 miles out, and we hit something. And uh, they didn't know what they really hit. But then the uh, Coast Guard pulled him in and they drugged the motor, you know, hooked to the steering cable or whatever. And it, the motor yep. stayed underneath the boat while they pulled him in. And, uh, so I just talked to Tim Altman and Tim Altman was out there when the guys did it, they hit a manta ray and, um, Tim also hit a manta ray, but he, uh, he wasn't going very fast, but, uh, he said the manta ray was all bloodied up and there was already sharks all over him. But, um, yeah, wow. yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy, man. To see a 200 horsepower ripped off the back of a catamaran, you know, and it and it hung on by the uh, steering cable and all. But uh, yeah, still wow. that on that. Yeah, I was one. I saw the picture of the outboard at the ramp, and I was sitting there going, "How did that thing stay on?" Because literally, the yeah. it, it, it tore the it, it tore tore off a chunk of the transom where the motor mounts to it. Right. Really. Right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It tore. Well, off I never saw the pictures of a that piece one. Of transom. Yeah. Hey, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up here. Pretty wild. Yeah. I never seen yeah. that one. And Tim said the sharks wow. were on the manta ray pretty quick. Man, they were blood all in the water. You know, it was it's just, a shame. You know, it was it was pretty crazy. But uh, but yeah, Lucky I nobody got hurt. I mean, if he was. Nobody got hurt, but you know, you know, Tim, you know, my one of my biggest fears is. I've almost had one of those things jump in the boat. Yes. Oof. Hey, can you yeah, imagine? I, no, cannot imagine. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. it would it would. Destroy. What do those things weigh? What do you think? What do, what do you guys think? Oh Tim? Just thinking the same thing. Six thousand pounds. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah eight hundred. I think a lady did get killed. Oh, they're more than eight hundred. I was. I would say Hell, two, two thousand yeah. pounds. Well, that happened one. to somebody yeah. in Tampa six or seven years ago. It was a yeah. family, and it was in Tampa Bay itself, and it literally jumped out of the water and landed on the boat's T-top, and the lady ended right. up dying. She I, got crushed I, by the T-top. I remember that. Right. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. And I've had some pretty close encounters, you know. It's just uh, – I have two. I have two. When I, they get I, around that boat and start yeah. all that diving, and yeah. and they come up on you faster than, yeah. you know, come whatever, right. that freaks me out. No, okay. Okay. So I, I just Googled ready? it. I did, okay. too. I did, too. What did you find? But, yep. So I just thought I'd run that by you guys. You know, we got the biggest biggest uh, container ship coming in in the morning. 
that we've ever had. I think it, they haul like 30,000 containers or something. That's going to be, uh, I'm not sure exactly what time you can look it up when they're going to be coming by the boat ramp, but it's going to be pretty impressive. I'm going to be out there with Jonathan on the pilot boat with him and uh, going to get a close-up with him. So uh, if anybody isn't doing nothing in the morning, you come out and see this giant ship come by. Mm-mm-mm. Well, thank you, Tim. Yeah, hey, I just want to give a shout-out to Brett and all the Atlantic Coast. That was a great, great show, great barbecue. I uh, won some nice prizes. and pot party went off really good that same night had some professional oyster eaters there probably about two dozen <laughs> when they come with their with the oyster knives in their sheet like the pliers when they're fishing but then they have a they have a rag with a lanyard on it i mean these guys are serious we got a little little rain they just stood out in the rain and ate oysters they didn't even you know soak them wet they didn't even move away from the table it was crazy Mm-mm-mm. yeah no, you were you're really hyped up about it now how many now how how much oysters did you have? Fifteen bushels. Woo! They ate every one of them. We had I got a big stainless steel steamer that I steam one table. I have saw horses with four by eight plywood on them, and I steam one table, and the other table is raw. And there was not standing room only around that whole table. They were packed in there. I mean, it was it was incredible to see these guys eat these oysters. Wow! And uh, they're all sixty five, seventy, you know, eighty years old. They've been coming to this thing for you know, 40 years, it's a 64th annual. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm having my 45th high school reunion tonight. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That makes me feel old, but well, <laughs> that's cause you are old, Tim. You are old. <laughs> yeah. So, so Chris, great, what man. was the official weight of a full grown manta ray? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, the official weight is 5,300 pounds. They can oh, get up so to 5,300 so 5, pounds. Yeah. We were wow. way low with two grand. Oh, man. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, two or three. Yep. Wow. But, uh, all right, guys. I love your show, man. All right. Thank you, Tim. Right, Tim. Thank right. you. Okay. Thank you, Tim. Right. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, before we go to a, a Before we go to a break real quick, let's uh, let's get Gus on, here, I guess, the mug race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, good morning, Gus. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I hope you all can hear me well. I'm, I'm, I'm working. They've been working plenty of Saturdays. I get to listen to y'all's show out here when I'm working. But um, yeah. um, so I'll try to keep this story quick because I know you're getting ready to go to break. But uh, yeah. um, I I started, I'm 57. I started windsurfing back in my 20s. And uh, there was a group of us guys. We were called the uh, Jaws Jacksonville Associated Windsurfers. And a bunch of us decided to do the bug race one year. You're talking about why it's the bug race, why they call it the bug race. And uh, we did it on windsurfers. Um Good grief. We're talking 41st mug race. I was 27 years old. And uh, it took me a bunch of the guys dropped out. One guy beat me. It took me 10 hours and 15 minutes staying on that on that windsurf for the sale. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 the, the thing that sucks about it is we started with the they, – they let the windsurfers start with all the catamarans and all the monoholes that behind us. So they hit the whistle. We started going, and it was a south wind. Not even five knots. So you got, you're trying to stand with the – stay on front of you. You know, downwind, it wasn't until we got to the Shands Bridge, probably when we had a sea breeze kick in, and then you could get on a little beam reach. But the monoholes, they, before we got to Shands Bridge, they were throwing up their spinnakers. And those things were just popping behind us, and these big monoholes were, were, were passing us. And uh, finally got under the Shands Bridge, and the sea breeze kicked in, and they, they had the finish line right out there in front of Moose Haven, just south of the Buckman Bridge. And, uh, yeah, when I crossed, it was... 10 hours and 15 minutes, just me and one other guy. But they give you this, uh, they give you a T-shirt, 
and they give you this big draft mug with a handle on it. <laughs> uh, the beer, a beer mug, and it's got the it says the forty first mug race on it, and it's got the you know your position at the point you finished. And uh, so I pull it on special That's occasions. That's cool. And uh, but I That's wanted cool. to. The only I, I really love y'all show hunting, fishing, all that. And Jeff, I really loved. I think it was last week and the week before. I only usually fill that mug up with a little bit of bur- uh, a little bit of bourbon in there. Uh-oh. And, uh, a little mixer, but the story about you hunting in Kentucky and then morning and then going out and doing that little bourbon trail thing, whatever it's called, that was a very interesting story. Me and the guys that work, I'm not really a bourbon connoisseur, but they are, and they smoke cigars and all that. But that was a real, that sounds like a great day to spend a, a weekend hunting in the morning turkey and then going out and doing that bourbon trail thing in the afternoon. So It was anyway, fantastic, and I will say yeah, it, I, I deserve I deserve extra kudos for you know doing the early wake up turkey hunting all morning and then right. staying with it through the night. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's uh, you hung by, in there. By buddy. the way, that's <laughs> tough because usually after turkey hunting, it's a little nap time. Little naps, yeah, no naps. yeah, yeah, no naps. <laughs> that's that's yeah, actually and makes you sleepy. That's probably tougher than windsurfing for ten hours straight. Well, I went oh, no, no. I, no, 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 I'm kind of, I don't do that much. Well, I, I still have all my equipment, but uh, the, um, back when, a couple weekends there, talking about the hostsearch.org, and we, uh, the windsurf club used to windsurf the North Jetty a lot. We'd put in a Huguenot, and if it was northeast, we'd sail in the little pond area there, and then on the on northwest or north, we'd go out to the beach and meet out there, and we'd surf north of the North Jetty, especially if it was 20, 30 mile an hour wind. But you, we get on the beam reach and, and go way out past the end of the jetty, and then you turn. It's called a jive when you turn downwind. Flip the center and pop it and go back in. And uh, but there's so many times you would be a group of us and we'd fall and you and you're turning. You look and all the other guys head for shore, and there's a maneuver where you dang your feet and you pop the sail up, get on the windward side of the board, and you put a foot up. To, you know, to water start to get going and. All those years I surfed going up in Northeast Florida, I never thought about great whites being in yep. the surf out there. And yep. I'm thinking, how many times? How many times is one sitting and looking at that leg dangling? You trying to get up on that one surfer, and he's you know. I know we're not their their food source, mm. but uh, that was just interesting to you about your story. But look, I'll let you guys go. Um, oh, I hear you. I, I'm going to try to try to get up tomorrow and and, and go to Georgia. I got some public land up there. I'll turkey on that. So. But uh, anyway, good luck. Love you all. Yeah. Show. Yeah, thank you, man. I don't know if they're. Right. They haven't been gobbling down thank you, there last week. Yeah, you too. You guys take nah, care. I haven't heard any up there, so good yep. luck, and I hope you get a good one. And thanks for the stories, guys. Yeah, great stories. Yep. Great stories. All right, let's take day. a break. We come back. We're going to do a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week, courtesy of Harold. Harold. And he Harold. has knocked it out of the park, and yes, we'll do that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We're live and on location at Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine on State Road 207. They've got the spring and the summer sales event going on through the weekend and the next week or so. If you want to come down and save thousands on a new boat and motor combination, you better do it because uh, you're going to save up to $2,800 or maybe even over $3,000 with some of the combinations that they have going on. Yes, absolutely. Um, just real quick, uh, congratulations to our friend of the outdoor show, Dave Edwards. His son has just graduated from University of Central Florida with a Bachelor of Arts in Film and Media, and that's Clay Edwards. Congratulations. Congratulations. 
Next weekend, my son graduates from Davidson, so looking forward to that. So you guys, all, I'll be calling in mm-hmm. on that. Also, uh, we had some great participation online today and want to send a thank you out to everybody. And Brian Moore sent us a cool picture of a black bear that has a hog in its mouth. Look for that coming up on our social media pages, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, which, I mean, that's like crazy. Yeah. And then Robert Foskey so is kind of worried that we may have upset some of them Palatka boys about all that conversation about their sailboats. Well, can you imagine what a Palatka sailboat looks like? Did he show you one? No, I'm just thinking it's got that Palatka lean. Okay, just maybe. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. And uh, Mark also uh, chimed in a little bit. And uh, we've had some great participation from Mark and Jen and W. Letty, David Piper. Thank you guys all so much. Now let's do a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, and that's the Bearded Pig. Not going to change much the next couple of days. The east winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4 tonight. Southeast 10 to 15, 3 to 4 tomorrow. 10 to 15 uh, east, southeast 3 to 4. Uh, this is when it gets pretty. Monday, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. They're still calling for 3 to 4, but it should it, Monday should be fishable. Tuesday looks beautiful. Tuesday. South winds, 5 to 10, 2 to 3, and then Wednesday looks the best. Southwest. Southwest, 5 to 10. All right, a Tide's Report brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville. And today at uh, 3.24 p.m. at your low tide, that's a .22. Tomorrow in the morning at 4.19 a.m. at your low tide, that's a negative .05. a.m. at Mayport is your high tide, and that's a 4.25. Now it's time for the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Got it right here. And uh, this week comes from Harold, and Harold is on the headset. Good morning, fellas. Morning, Good morning buddy. Yep. And you, you were kind enough to do a breakfast casserole, and it was fantastic. It was awesome. That, I mean, that's yep. rivals. It's wow. How, how good? Do how it. good Don't was do it, it, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, how yeah. good was it? <laughs> Might have been better than my wife's. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on Might've a second. Hold, hold on. No, I, the volume was kind of low <laughs> yeah. on that. What, what did you say, Jeff? Yeah. I didn't say anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? what, what? Uh. It's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not saying it, guys. I'm, I'm not. Well. Harold, just so folks know, is our roaming reporter for the Outdoor yes. Show. Yeah. And uh, has, has done some fantastic work. Probably the best work that you did. Harold was the shrimp boat. Oh yeah, that was yeah. that was on the beach. Oh, that was and, cool. And 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 remember, Chris, remember when? <laughs> that's right after the storm, and 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 the dunes got blown away. Yeah. So we had to figure out a way to to to, to get up and down the, the dunes. Got there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Harold, seriously, this breakfast casserole is exceptionally good. Uh, my wife does the overnight breakfast casserole, which is good, and this is, I mean, it's awesome. The uh, dattle pepper sauce that was it's, there to go amazing. with it is fantastic. Tell people how you made this. Oh, and I got a bottle. Thank you very much. And so tell us how, what you did because what I like about it, a little bit of potatoes, but lots of meat. Bacon, sausage. And ham. 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 Yep, yep. I like the ham. That's a meat lover's yeah, breakfast so, uh, casserole. I take the onions, bell peppers, mushrooms, Tomatoes, render those all down in one cast iron, cook all the meat in another cast iron, drain all the grease over a bed of uh, shredded uh, hash browns. Do you buy the, buy the kind in the bag already shredded? I did. Simply potatoes? I did. It's the best did. way to do yeah. it. Yeah. 
I don't have that much time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I don't think anybody could tell the difference. No, yeah, yeah. no. I was up at 4, awesome. 4 a.m. starting this, just so you know. <laughs> Money. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, uh, cheese in, in between, and then uh, we have uh, our own chickens, so we uh, eggs came from our chickens. Okay. You know, so. Uh, How many chickens you got? Eight chickens. Eight? Yeah. How many yep. eggs a day you get? Right about eight right about now. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ro- so, ro- 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 yeah. Uh We got all kinds. Barred rocks. Okay. Uh, well, I don't even really know. All I know is they uh, produce eggs, and that's all you know. That's yeah. all we if really need to know. If, but, yeah. if they're producing right now, that means they're happy. Oh, yeah. Well, the one thing about a chicken, if he ain't happy, oh, yeah. they, they won't lay. They, yep. <laughs> that's yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. So, this, anyways, yeah, it's just – it's it's. I really don't have a recipe. I just kind of put it together, you know. I mean, and I made one for our family, like I told you. Yeah. And uh, that's the one I I kept testing. I didn't want to bring it in here, but hell. Uh, <laughs> You're allowed to say that, by the way. Hell. Oh, yeah. well, it's okay on for, yeah, first, radio. First time yeah. I tested my own, I was going, well, it's ready. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is by the time it gets here and gets on the table, it's not hot anymore. It Jeez, doesn't it matter. Melted that was, anymore, that so. was good. But, uh, really yeah, good. It's all good. Thank you. Yeah, the, man. Uh, I'm, so when you when you put put it in the pan, are you la- are you doing the potatoes on the bottom just straight, or are you mixing eggs in with the potatoes? I did the potatoes first, and I actually put those in the oven first. Okay. And I I, I kind of got the Give them potatoes a little crispy yep, a little bit. Yep, yep. And then I started layering everything in. And then I put it back in. You know, the whole mm. cheese, all that stuff. The whole process. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Starting at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, we appreciate it though. Yeah. Well, yeah. some Absolutely. people some people are dedicated to this show, so yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I'm yeah, dedicated. Uh, to seriously, it. thank you. I'm dedicated to the show, and and I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm have no casserole here. I'm just saying. Well, sorry, Chris. You oh, know, that's all. That's all you got is a pathetic sorry. But Chris, if you yeah. come, if you come down to Whalen Bay, but I, okay, that they've got, uh, they got all kinds of food. Yeah, we got we got hamburgers and yeah. hot dogs. We got low country. Bowl. Listen, I'm a working yeah, man. On, I'm a working man. I'm slaving away on this here production board here just to make you guys sound good. And yeah, and that's the thanks I get. Come on down. Anyway. And by the way. If, if you have, if you don't follow us on social media, you need to do that because you'll be able to see the black bear with the pig, yep. your trees, yeah, the, with the worms, the trees. Yeah. and uh, the pig, the update from the pig brig. Yep. And then also, if you didn't see the post at uh, 7 o'clock this morning, it was a picture of a dead turkey with the old school outdoor show hat. Oh, my. With the tarpon <laughs> on it. Okay? That hat was worn by my buddy Ed when he called in a turkey for his buddy Ted. This year, no, he's kidding. still got the old outdoor you know show old, tarpon uh, hat. That, you know how old that is? It's old, Jack. That's fifteen years Plus, old at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? Wow. Yeah. The mossy oak. Yeah, of yeah, course it's course. mossy oak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, we appreciate the yeah, folks Harold, here. Thanks, at, buddy. And Harold, thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate the folks here at Whalen Bay Marine for having us down here. And uh, BJ, come on, bro. You got to get a little courage to you. He didn't even come in here. I know. He was scared to show himself. And yep. uh, Captain Kirk, uh, feel better, brother. Yeah, yeah. And, Worried uh, about you. And we appreciate everybody. And, 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 uh, and don't forget to visit uh, thank you, Scott. Cox, Cox Marine Outdoors, uh, dot com. Mm-hmm. Get signed up for the demo day, which is coming up May 19th. And uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Scott Shank. Thank you, sir. And and here's another reason to go to our social media pages. If you folks, if you haven't seen the video that Kirk got from behind a shrimp boat with all the birds around it, awesome. Awesome picture. 
I mean, yeah, awesome really video, awesome picture. It. And the great thing is about when you take a video with an iPhone, you can capture a still picture off of any of the video that you take with an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then if you didn't see the kid with Slater, age nine years old, holding that redfish, it might be one of the cutest uh, w- pictures of a yeah. kid well, yeah. and a fish I'm I've ever seen. I'm just telling you, as soon as Leon said that to me, I said, I need permission for outdoor show, show FB. Yep. I, mean, I'm, I'm, and I, yeah. I mean, I'm like, that is the greatest yep. picture. So and we, by the way, that day, that's, that's the wind blowing his hat. Remember uh-huh. how the wind was howling uh-huh. that day? Yeah. <laughs> it ain't yeah. blowing his lips up because that's uh-uh. a pure yeah, smile. That's right a, yeah, there. 100%. <laughs> and then to post the day before that that we had four days ago of Christian Hazuri holding a timber rattler up oh, uh, yeah. with oh, the barrel of his shotgun. Dumb. You're insane. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome, wasn't it? Hold what it up after picture. shot. I mean, who's taking the picture? That's got to be a big. That's a big timber rattler, right? Brother, I ain't taking that picture. I ain't no way. I would with Zoom. Yeah, yeah. But that's insane. That, that is that is a serious hold my beer picture. Yeah. All the more reason to follow us on social media. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just again, a huge thanks to Whaler Bay for all they do for us, Kemp Scott, and Thank for y'all. having us here today. And remember, folks, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Tails down and blend them seeds.